Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Stan Spence Radio. Hey, Gil, leave the game alone. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy? No, Sean. You're asking the wrong question. Sean, not this week. No. Not after the most fucked round of AFL that I can ever remember. So instead, boys, I'd like to ask you another question this week. Yes. Boys, how cooked footy? Tom, I thought you'd never ask. Oh. <laughs> this week was fucking insanity. It's, I don't think I've ever, this is actually the most, I think someone reported at one point that it was the first time in history that five games in a single round of football have been decided by under a goal. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Like so, that is fucked. So just for anyone who didn't pay attention this weekend, Friday and Saturday's games collectively there was six of them. The average winning margin was 8.3 points. And that was blown out because the Bulldogs won by 30 points. Every other 35. team. 35. Every other team. So if you took the dogs out of it, it'd be like, like three. four or three. Yeah. Three. Oh, Considering yeah. It was like three games by three points. One by four. And one, one by, by two. Four, and one by two. Fuck, what a round. Huge. But then Sunday, the average winning margin was 86 points. Oh. oh. Which, which just proves to Gil that he doesn't actually have a, a, a state of the game problem. Yeah. He has a problem that... Bottom-ranked teams haven't been able to get access to quality talent. It's almost because, like, well, the lists have been fucked. Gold Coast have had a fuckload of access. I <laughs> know. Oh, to be fair, to be fair, to actually, be fair, as have Carlton. So they've he, also shipped out a lot of talent. What you saw on the weekend, piss poor management, was piss poor management because you had you had four teams playing one four teams playing one another. Yep. Who just had different strategies. So you had the Giants and Carlton. Both had similar strategies. They got a shitload of rewarded with good picks. Yep. They've been poached. Like, players have been stolen yep. from them. One team had a clever list management strategy. The other team recruited <laughs> Mick Malthouse. <laughs> uh, and then Melbourne Sleeper and Gold Coast. agent Malthouse. <laughs> well, Mel- the- Melbourne Gold Coast, who started off probably five years ago in different directions. Melbourne trending downwards. Gold Coast, you know, on the up. And then um, Gold Coast just imploded. And Melbourne, like, they haven't, they haven't come that good. But they're like... They're on their way back up. They're shaky. 
They're shaky. But they're but, always shaky. You're yeah. always, they're always going to be shaky. Mm-hmm. But it just... it. it highlights the fact that the problem with the AFL isn't actually across the board. It's if you have good teams play together against one another, you're going to get good games. Yeah. If you have shitty teams that are terrible, that have key time slots on free-to-air TV, yeah. you are exposed to those teams more, and so it highlights a problem that is probably... I Fuck. It's, but it's so dumb. It's Tom. so dumb. Gil isn't going to notice this because you know where he was on Sunday? Oh, oh where was Saturday? he? Where was Sorry. he? Just, where was Gil? <laughs> so Gil on Saturday was down in Coburg, uh, which what is the local fuck was to he the doing studio. In Coburg? Uh, he was watching the VFL. Why? Two, uh, two, <laughs> two bottom fours teams squared off in Coburg. Yeah. And Gil decided to bring some new rules that he's going to bring into the AFL just to test him out. How did it go? Because uh, it I actually a- haven't heard about it because the footy was so good. Fucking fine. Yeah. So apparently they were like, so the oh, two yeah. new rules, we should probably explain those. Oh, yeah. So the goal Biggest square. Biggest goal square in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really fucking stupid. Mm. So it was extended from 10 to 15 meters. Was it two 18. goal squares? 18 meters. It was oh, two 18. goal squares. Yeah. Is, so is it that thing where they've got a smaller one within the bigger one? No, no, no. It's two, it's, it was two goal squares. So it's like, just the length of two goal squares. End to end, yeah. Because yeah. well, they've talked uh, about doing two, like one for a quick kick in and one for a more... Slower setup type one. How are you going to adjudicate that fucking because rule? They, I don't know, mate. They've they've got no idea. No, they don't. That that they I, absolutely fucking don't. That goal square thing would have come in handy on a Saturday for a Goddard, the fucking idiot. He <laughs> <laughs> needed an eighteen meter one. Yeah. Can I ask just on these rules? Oh, and the other one was six six six. Ah, oh, yep, yeah, cool. So one of them was bigger bigger goal squares, and the other one was summoning the devil. <laughs> um, neither of them worked. Gil was like, "I'm already here." Oh, you know how in his, in his suit that he fucking got for his year twelve form has. <laughs> Fuck Gil, you're like the richest fucking man in the sport. <laughs> Buy a bespoke like nice suit, you fuckhead. <laughs> oh my god, go go look at Nat Fife the other day when he had to go to that tribunal appearance. Buy that. Hey, oh. So originally it was suggested that it, uh, these rules would be trialled out in the AFL in games that won't affect the eight. No, was no, that originally, an official thing or was that just like media speculation? No, no. So what happened was Steve Hawking said, there are a number of rules we'd like to trial. We're going to work out how we're going to do it. And yeah. I think what he wanted to do was maybe trial them at lower levels like they had been in training, maybe in the TAC Cup, yeah. and then potentially do a bit of twinkering in the off-season, maybe trial them in the pre-season. But it was, it was basically... He was aware that it was a bit of a PR risk to announce that we're going to do some rule changes. Yeah. Gil has gone fucking rogue and on <laughs> SEN has been like, yeah, you know, we haven't ruled out the possibility of trialing them in actual live games of footy Gil. that don't have any bearing on the eight. The response to that was fucking brutal. This was last week and we didn't really cover on it, but the response to that was brutal. And Cameron Ling, I think, summed it up best, where he was like, if you're going to fucking do that, you need to refund Melbourne the half a million dollars you find them for tanking yep. in a game that didn't have bearing on the finals because integrity doesn't count for shit. Yep. Steve Hocking backpedaled fucking faster than I do when I get on an exercise bike and it's going a little bit too quick for me. That's huge <laughs> That's huge from Ling because Ling normally doesn't say jack shit. Ling went hard. Ling fired up like his hair. <laughs> he went whack and he wasn't alone. Lee Matthews had a shot, although he has a shot every week. Yep. Um, Kane Corns, weirdly, was for probably the trial because he's a fuckhead. Yeah. Paul Ruse was very angry, but everyone was like, you, you're an idiot. Yeah. So then Gil backtracked and goes, all right, we'll just fuck with the integrity of the lower level comp then. <laughs> Jesus it just It boggles belief that you're going to introduce a dramatic rule change lie in, in a live season. Yeah. Because you go, oh, well, it doesn't matter. 
they're idiots, and it's like you, it's like you said before, Tom. It's um, it's a Carlton. It's not just Carlton. It's I, I think that there are thirteen teams out of the eighteen who could win every week. Yeah, that's fair. So you go top eight, and then you go Geelong, North Melbourne, Essendon, Adelaide, and Brisbane. I think. Brisbane have sort of moved up into and that Bulldogs, category this year. Bulldogs are probably there. Bulldogs are probably on the edge of that. And then you've got Frio, St Kilda, Gold Coast, Carlton, who are all very I reckon, shit. I reckon, Frio, <laughs> I reckon Frio could having- With a new coach. With a new coach and getting all those players back. Yeah. Which players? Well, I mean, they're missing like a lot of key defenders. They're missing five. Who, who, who are they missing in the back line? Um, well, Wilson's been in and out. Hamling's missed weeks here and there. Nah, fair call. Fife's been missing. I don't think Sandy Walters, plays Hill next and Hill. year. You don't reckon Sandy plays? I think he will. I think they'll give him a one-year contract, but he shouldn't because mm. what's the point? Unless he's there to, you know, hand Passing over the, the torch. Pass the torch to Sean Darcy. If Darcy's ready. Just let him go. Fire him up. Release the shackles. Oh. Gold Coast, St. Kilda, Freo, and Carlton. But probably St. Kilda, Freo, Carlton. Yep. And I'm going to even backtrack one step further. And I'm going to go back to Gold Coast and Carlton mm. because St. Kilda... They have sparks every now and then. They have sparks now and then. And last year, they were quite good. I think the problem this year is is that I don't think people realized how much of an impact no Montana and no Rewalt was going to be to them. Yeah. Yep. And I think there, there are a lot of young oh, players. Oh, like North Melbourne last year. Exactly. Exactly. And there are players on their list who, through injury and not being able to get consistent runs at it, just haven't been able to develop. Yeah. Like, Bruce has been in and out with injury. Fucking one of their best halfbackmen has been out with a heart murmur, like, all year. McCartan mm. can't get a good run at it. They've got the potential. They just need to. They just need to work a bit more. The problem with the next tier down is Carlton. Every year, recruit a shitload of young stars from teams that you know, like the Giants, who yeah. have oodles of talent left over. Um, they get. They've got a couple of quite good players, and yes, they've had injuries here and there, but they've got arguably three of the best young players in the comp in their side, and. Every week they just churn out bullshit. Who's the third? I'm I'm going like Doherty, What he's twenty four, twenty five. Ah, TC. But yes, <laughs> but yeah, but he's an he's a gun, good player. Kerno and and bad Bruce. bloke. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and then they've got like like Cruz is a great ruckman when he's in form. Oh uh, yeah, he's alright. And like they've still got Murphy, who on his day is good when he's fit. Yeah, I just. And and then you then you look at Gold Coast, who were given everything, have lost players because of garbage organization. Yeah. And when they sat Guy McKenna, they finished ninth or tenth. They won so many games that year and then they fell off a cliff because they had key injuries to key personnel. They fired Guy McKenna, it was a reactive decision, and they've been paying for it ever since. You have two teams that are fucked because they made dumb coaching decisions. Yeah. And yeah, Carlton are gonna be fucked for a while longer, I think. Carlton are in fuck. Two or three years. Outlander three rebuild, didn't we establish this yeah, last week? Yeah, they did. And this is they're going to finish bottom of the ladder. This yeah, but I, I think when we talk about that rebuild, that's not with the end goal of playing finals. The rebuild is Brennan Bolton will come in and strip the list down and now they're ready to reset. I mean, you, you, so pa- you fans at, have to be patient with Carlton. Well, you look at this year and you, you look how many players aren't at Carlton next year from this year. They will delist a lot of faff. But also, yeah. like... A good test of how Carlton actually stack up will be how Gold Coast deal with this season. Because I think there's going to be a max exodus of Gold Coast as well. Yep. Of like, who actually wants to be here? And then who wants to go there? There's a bit of... Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. That is so funny. <laughs> bit of talk there. So, for those who don't know, the rumor is that apparently player agents have been telling their players or have been just not telling them about Gold Coast interest in them. 
Yeah. And vice versa, players have been telling agents, I don't want to go to Gold Coast. And Mark Evans, who's the CEO yeah, of Gold Coast, or some, the, pre- the one, the, whatever Tony Cochran isn't, is the guy in charge, came out this week and said he'd take everyone to court. <laughs> I wouldn't go to Gold Coast either. Why would you go? Like, if you're working, if you're working, right, Mm. at a five-star hotel and you get fucking good perks every week and someone's like, hey, do you want to come work at my shitty motel chain where people shit in the pool every week? (laughs) Your job is to clean the shit out of the pool. You can sleep in this hammock in the cleaning closet. Mm. We'll pay you a bit more money, maybe. Fuck no. I'm staying at the five-star hotel. I don't want to clean no shit out of no pool. Yeah. Oh, you get employee of the month every month, though. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Good answer. I sometimes get employee of the month of this better place. Yes. <laughs> There's even um, speculation that there might be some, some draft dodgers. Whoa. Really? Well, that's what I heard on radio today. Um, they were talking about it on the rush hour. They were saying that there might be some players who just sit out the draft this year and just go for it next year. Because they don't want to go to Gold Coast. Yeah. I think Which I think is, that's is dumb. a bit off the mark. Paul Roos came out and said... Gold Coast will be, have the same amount of picks next year. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I think what will happen is they'll... They'll, they'll, they'll literally have the same picks probably because Steve May will leave. Fuck. They won't match the Lynch offer. No, they'd be stupid to match it. Because otherwise... They won't get a better one. They won't get a better one. They'll get... As it stands, they'll get pick three. And what? They'll, they'll trade in a player that doesn't want to play for them either? Like... Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, it's their basket case. You know what we should do, guys? Mm. What? Before we get into the wallowing mess of Sunday. Yeah. There were some great fucking games on the weekend. Just, Why don't we start there? Just, okay, deal. So, Friday night. <laughs> oh. Friday night. Oh, wait. <laughs> Fuck. The weekend started off with an absolute corker. And as Ooh. we established this uh, last episode, first three games of this round were our three teams. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, Richmond took on... Geelong on Friday night, Hawthorne took on Essendon Saturday afternoon, and Brisbane took on North Melbourne Saturday afternoon also. So Friday night, Richmond beat Geelong by three points in a very close game. Guys, Tom. Ablett nearly. We nearly won that fucking game. Mm. That game goes for another... I'm even going to put it out there. That game goes for another 30 seconds. We win. Same with mine. We finished that game Same. with Dangerfield also. running the ball out and kicking it long out of defense as the siren goes. Siren went with the ball in our forward line on the ground, I think. Yeah, Hip would have just knocked Hip it to the ground. Hip would have just played for a free kick and not got one. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and Dusha, yeah, yours was close. Well, Essendon fucking came from the heavens and kicked like four of the last five goals. I do want to say this. Yes. I don't want to have a crack at you boys. Yeah. But you dig it on the end of some very interesting umpiring decisions. Are you talking about the play on advantage call? Or Questionable normal? for me. Oh, yeah, that advantage. Well, I mean, it worked okay for them, though. I don't care for that. I'm talking about the one where Trav kicked the goal. Yeah. There was the ruck, there's the ruck infringement, and he smashed it forward, and they've just played advantage. I think you've got to pull those back. I don't agree with those ones. And that's right. It was a free because kick to Chamb- Chambers. He punched it forward. Collier picked it up and they called it advantage. The goal, and he bombed yeah. it from 60. The ruck contests are fucked. And yeah. the players I, don't know I, who the free kick's for. Literally everybody stops except Trav. And he just grabbed the ball and, and kicked it. See, I, I will say this though. <laughs> in, that, in that scenario though, taking the ball back actually penalizes Essendon. So I agree with that advantage call. It does. The one I don't agree with. Because Hawthorne. The, the Hawthorne one where Warple got called advantage in the back line. 
And he was he actually, not an advantage. He actually run on, realized the free kick was for Hawthorne, turned and stopped, and I oh, will take it back. And umpire's like, I've already caught. No, it's advantage. And he he stopped running. Yeah. And was preparing to give the ball back. That's yeah. the one I thought you were talking about. Which happens all the time. And you got a goal from that too, yeah. And you got a goal from that. Yeah. I think, because- oh no, I just think that it would have been an easy goal for. Fuck! No, what happened? No, no. I think you then sw- it was in it was in their back and then line. And I think the goal. you swarmed him and Stringer kicked. Oh the yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. yep, yep. That one, I'm I'm more against the Bell Chambers one than that one. Like I have sympathy for that one, but he did like take steps, so I can see how the yeah, umpire but a player made does the that, call. A and the umpire, umpire does it every week. The umpire does it in an instant, and then it's gone. It's too late. Well, they oh, have now they call them back for them to call it back. Oh, actually, they did that. They did that on Friday night. There was mm. an advantage where Geelong looked like they had advantage, and then the umpire realized, oh no, they don't actually. Mm. I'll see where this ball lands. If the player picks it up cleanly and he's like, advantage, oh, no, bring it back, bring it back. I don't want to get too ahead, but two goals were overturned without a review at the Essendon-Hawthorne game. Without a review? Without a review. The umpires didn't review it, but then because every goal is reviewed, they took it back. Where the review guys were like, oh, actually, that should be reviewed, and it's... Yeah, so there was two weird ones. One where it was touched off the boot. But see, that's how the rules should work. Yeah, they just... No, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. But why even bother calling review? That's when, what I mean. That's yeah. it should be quietly just done. It was confusing, but yeah, like it makes sense. It's fucked. So the gist of this, guys, what we took from this is Tom, Geelong lost by three, Brisbane lost by three, Essendon lost by four. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> We're How heartbreaking boys. It's this is I, I guess so there was this is why three... we love footy so much. But yes, though. Geelong. Because we all lost by under a kick, yeah. and we were in it until the, the last 30 seconds, and there is nothing greater than that feeling that you might be able to win here. It's fucking amazing. That's why well, footy's so good. It's And also, like, the... I think you probably had the same thing, Tom. But at the Essendon-Hawthorne game, because we'd come from... Like, it's not like that Hawthorne ran over the top of us. So we were coming back, and I was like, whoa. So then when the siren went, we lost. I wasn't like, ha... My heart's broken. I was like, fuck. Almost got him. All yeah. three of us had that, actually. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were down by four goals, and we came back, and fuck. So, the Geelong... We'll, go, we'll start with Friday night. Yeah. So, going into this game, I was I was quietly confident that we could match it with Richmond, and we did. Yes. We matched it with them. In fact, we nearly beat them. Had Gary Ablett nailed the goal that he has made a career out of nailing. Yes. Nine times out of ten, he'd hit that, and it was the one time in ten he missed. Can I ask you a question, though, Tom? Yeah, sure. I mean, I just heard around the water cooler that maybe Ablett, in that moment, was afraid of contact. Are you so talking he- about Dermot <laughs> fucking Brereton? Scholar of the game, Dermot Brereton. Uh, having a go at another artist, player. Artist <laughs> behind the, the judo chop to the throat. <laughs> a, a player who, as his own career began to peter out and he lost the ability to compete properly, just became a fucking dickhead. Uh, he that, was always that a dickhead. Brereton? Yeah, but he was a dickhead who had talent and then he yeah. got old and he lost the talent. Yeah. Ablett is a way better player than he will ever be. So, to clarify, Dermot Brereton has come out and said that Ablett was afraid of contact in that moment. And should so have ran rather straight. Than, rather than run straight at the goals, he ran away from his man. Now, I, I, I heard that criticism and I thought, you know what, Dermy? I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to watch it back. Had Ablett have run straight, he wouldn't have run into his man. He would have run into three Richmond guys, including Brendan Ellis, who was standing directly in front of where he would have kicked it. Mm-hmm. Not only would he have probably been tackled, he probably would have been done for holding the ball yep. and he wouldn't have had a kick. He made the right play. He made the right play to run outside and just... And again, he would normally kick those. Yep. He just missed that one. Dermy hates Geelong, we have to say. Oh, Dermy does hate Geelong. He'll have a crack at him over anything. He will. He'll, he's he's, he's had several cracks at Ablett this year, actually. 
He has. And people have had cracks with at Ablett. And, you know, I mean, early in the game, you said, oh, Ablett needs to lift, or maybe a mate of mine did. Yeah, no, had, I think he had 12 touches in the last quarter. He lifted in the last quarter. Like, that's what he's done all year, though. He's had, yeah. like, 10, 15 touches in the last quarter. Here's the big thing, guys, is that yeah. I think a three-point loss gives us just as much confidence as a win. Yeah. Because we nearly I'll, got him. I'll disagree. I, I reckon mean, if Ablett had a kick to that, you would have fucking oh, got every... But I think it's better than losing by two or three goals. Oh, absolutely. Because we know we can get them. We know yeah. at our best we can absolutely get them. There are young guys out there who will have belief that they can match it with them. Hey, there, there, were, there were dudes who had fucking awesome games that night. Tom. Yeah, what? If it bleeds, you can kill it. Oh. Fuck yes. Oh. Fuck yes, you can. And uh, Tim Kelly did his best Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation <laughs> to take down the Predator. He Jesus. was fucking amazing. I think Bruce has a new favorite player. I think Bruce does, and I think it's deserved. I think, as I said, boys, I'm going to say it again, and I don't know if I've said this on the actual podcast or just in our group messenger. If they can get him to stay, I'm getting number 11 on my jumper. Oh, he is. Why would you do that for two years? So I'm saying if they, if they can get him to sign a longer contract. He's not going to, though. I fuck, I want him He'll to. He'll just sign two years or something like that. Word on the street, though, yeah. is that Frio Got have stopped money. chasing him. Ooh. Because their people are saying he's not. He's looking at trying to stay. Interesting. I think he's genuinely keen to try to repay the faith and make it work. Love it. I hope he stays. I'm big on that. Tom, I'm looking at stats. Yep. <laughs> Fair bit of dominance from Geelong. Oh, yeah. Should that not concern you then that you couldn't get the job done? And in fact, we're in dire straits until the last quarter surge. Even if you look individually well, at your boys. If you say dire straits, I, I disagree. That Every quarter went the same way. We kicked the first goal of the quarter. Richmond then kicked three or four. We pegged them back. Rinse and repeat every single quarter. But you're on now, the verge of sort of being broken several times. We were, but we lifted again. Now, what the, the concerning issue for me is that we couldn't get the ball off halfback. Mm. Yep. And that's where the loss of Tom Stewart really hurt. His ability to get the ball out into space, into someone else's hands, or it means it frees up a Collagesny or a Tui or a, or a Guthrie to move off half off that half-back line. Um, but I will say this, Mark Blitzarves every week, fuck, if he wasn't in that side, we would have lost by 50 points. The amount of times he just got to contests, there was a passage of play where he spoiled a contest, got back, spoiled a contest again, and got to another one. And Bruce in the commentary is like, that's why... He's such a good backman is because his athleticism means he can get to three contests in one passage of play. Yeah. He played, again, 100% of the game time, I'm pretty sure. Dusha, mm. I'm going to throw some numbers at you. Oh, okay. Yep. Sweet. Love numbers. I don't want to get bogged down in the stats, Tom, but I no. just want to highlight this. This is the Geelong midfield. Oh, yeah. Dangerfield, 39 touches. Oof. Selwood, 37 touches. Jeez. Kelly, 36. Bloody Duncan, hell. 33. Jeez. Menangola, 29. Fuck. Then if we jump across to Richmond... And we have a look. Lambert had 31. Martin yep. had 26. And then it drops off. You've got Cotchin with 19. Alice with 18. They didn't have great games, Tom. And your guys all had fucking ridiculous games. Now, and I you will... still didn't get them. So, is it a worry? It's not because we had so many possessions because yep. Richmond's style of gameplay is they put pressure on, they force you to handball, you overpossess the footy, and you turn it over. There were multiple times where we just kept handballing ourselves. Like There was a passage of play that, that summed up the whole night. We had four guys kind of running forward, and because the Richmond players were coming at them, Dangerfield went to Ablett, who went back to Dangerfield, who went to Kelly, who went back to Ablett, who went back to Dangerfield, who went to Selwood, who went back to Ablett, 
and then went for like Jones, but he wasn't quite ready for it, and then the ball got turned over. And that's the Richmond gameplays. They make you possess the footy more so that you make yeah. more mistakes. That's probably the issue you just talked about. You mentioned superstar, 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 and then when it hits Jones. young guy, yeah. when it hits bottom six player in the team, you guys might fall apart under the pressure of a team well, like Richmond. People say the bottom six. I actually don't think it's Geelong's bottom six that's the problem. Mm. They always talk about the bottom six. I reckon it's our bottom three. And I same, don't. I six three same shit. But I think I don't think Jones is in our best twenty-two. I think he's mm. just there because injuries are keeping other players out. Yep. Um, I'm not even specifically talking about him. Just whoever's in that bracket in your club. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree. And I mean, did I? I don't know if I talked about this last week, but a mate of mine plays a game where he goes through our list each week. Yeah. He yep. works out if so. Shannon Burns, widely regarded as probably in our, he's probably the twenty-second player in the two grand finals he played in. Yeah. No disrespect to him. Great player, but that's probably his role a, when you're An incredible team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My mate looks at our sides and he'll go, does Shannon Burns, does that guy get a game ahead of Shannon Burns? And sometimes, yep, the answer is he does. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes it's, no, nah, he doesn't. Yeah. But I think our best 22 is good. Yeah. I think if we can... It's nice if you're that positive about no, your no, boys. What, what, I'm, what I mean is... Ob- like from a... Objective point of view, subject. Objective. I think. Yeah. I think there are guys in there who are getting games because of injuries. Yep. Um. I mean, we all know that Cockatoo would be in that side in a heartbeat if he was fit. Yep. We all know Rada Galea would be in that side if, if he was fit, and probably Narkel is the other one who would come back in. Quinton Narkel had a funeral to go to. Couldn't play. Oh. Um. So I think those guys come in. Stewart comes in. Stanley comes in. Stewart's massive. He's yeah. he's again. He's the he's a huge out. Yeah. To not be able to get that runoff half back. Just- I still believe. Oh, I so, will always believe. Um, Tom, do you think that after these this result here, so you've played the team that most like a team that people are expecting to see in the grand final? Yep. Do you think that Geelong have a chance of holding up that cup? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd put this to you, Tom. Yep. Of all the teams in the comp. If if we're backing, if if everybody, a casual observer, is watching the grand final and wants doesn't want Richmond to win, Geelong's probably the team that they want in that grand final. Yeah, yeah, based on probably. what we've seen this year, because probably. who else has really got and as who close? else has got the form in Victoria? You yeah. know, who I don't might think, surprise I, them, and just because that, are you about to say what I think you're going to say? Probably not. Okay. Who did you think I was? No, no, no. Say? You say it. I'll tell okay, you. Okay, I think that Richmond might be in trouble if they come across a team. That is in form in the last half of the season. Yeah, that they're probably not expecting to play someone like Hawthorne. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Or the Giants. Yeah, or the Giants. Yeah, they're but the real... difference is the Giants though. Are they good at the G? Well, Hawthorne we know are, so yeah. that's why. Also, the Giants are in that Collingwood boat where they're just falling apart with injury. Whereas yeah. I saw a list yesterday, and it was like Richmond injuries to key players in the last two or three seasons. And it's like, fuck all. <laughs> it's Prestia. There's a little bit year, more this year. There's been Hooli, Prestia, and Rioli, but that's a bad But hit. it's never really your Rance or your Cotton or your Dusty or your Jack. You Rance would I mean? have to go near the ball to get hurt, though, yeah? Oh! <laughs> oh! Um, he put some mayo on, on Friday night, I fuck. thought, Tom. Alex oh. Rance, put mayo on something. Yeah. There's a couple of times where Hawkins no. nudged him, and Alex put... The full mayonnaise experience on that shit. Got out the garlic aioli as well. Yeah. Just went, I have some mayonnaise and some aioli. Just, and then a bit of more mayo on top. Um, yeah, look, I'm happy. We're, we're fine. We're fine. 
I believe. You believe? That's yep. good. That's good. good. Good, good, good. Next game. Oh, another heartbreaking loss. Oh. <laughs> Essendon Do you still lost... believe, Dusha? Oh, it's a hard one. We'll see. I'll be able to tell from next week. I think we're a chance, but we need to beat Richmond now. Like, which I just don't know if is possible. You're... Rich... <laughs> Richmond would have to well and, tr- well and truly cook it. To lose to us at this point, at next week, uh, in two weeks, Sydney winning on the weekend has really fucked you. Yeah, because now you're two games and seven percent out. Richmond and, and Sydney, Ge- yeah. Sydney winning has fucked a lot of people. Sydney though have a, a real uh, fucked. Yeah, draw. They're the hardest draw, and they pulled one out of their ass. They don't look like the Collingwood are all over them. And if they uh, hadn't, I can't have wait lost. to relive the goal that ended that game. Oh, anyway, let's <laughs> yeah. talk about this game. All right. Uh, Essendon did what I said that they were going to do last week where they just killed it in the midfield like killed it in the speed sense something that I didn't take into consideration is Hawthorne very good at contested possessions oh yeah Silk Burgoyne great player turns out he <laughs> turns out he's really fucking good do you know who else, is, who else is very good for Hawthorne Ben Stratton just takes fucking marks every day yeah all uh, day also Tom Mitchell he had forty three touches. He did shit with it this time. Yeah, no, he did. Well, he got it to he got it to players on the outside. Effectively, yeah, uh, twenty nine at half time, which I think is an equal record. I think. Um, did they put merit on him in the second half? Yeah, well, it's funny because Mitchell had forty three touches. Merritt had forty one. Jeez, well, they play. They matched up. Yeah, that's awesome. That's fucking. That's the future of football, right there. Gunston kicked five, which also sucked for me. Yeah, when I'm, his radar's on, his radar's insane. He kicked five goals, three. Jesus. <laughs> to be fair, the game, you probably got lucky that Roughhead missed that goal with about two minutes to go. Oh, I mean, we still lost. No, no, what I mean is yeah. you that you got back to a yeah. winning position. Well, but then we're also kind of unlucky that that goal that they kicked at the end, because Hur- Hurley had a chance of, but look, whatever happened, happened. I thought we were well and truly out of it with about 10 minutes to go, and then it just started fucking raining goals. There was a few nice moments, but it felt felt like that it was a bit of like how good's footy fan fiction happening in front of me. <laughs> Kyle Hooker got on the end of one. Kyle Hooker absolute- kicked one from about fucking 150 meters out. <laughs> he channeled his inner Dustin Fletcher and went, "Cop this, Fletch." It was fucked. Uh, yeah, I I stood for that one. Oh, good. Very good. Very good. Um, Bell Chambers took a fucking hanger in the goal square and kicked a goal. Um, he needs to shave his head again. Yeah. He's looking too hairy. Yeah, he is it's getting in the way. One upsetting thing from this game and I think something that made a difference pretty early on is Hawthorne got into Smith's head almost straight away he missed he missed a goal yeah. early on and then he was just like getting into like little fights all day and he could tell that he just like cooked him was like, his tackle count down he still got eight tackles yeah. but he's like, broken that record now yeah um well actually I was looking at it and I yeah. think the stats that we were showing I think that was projected oh which Makes more sense because, like, when I was looking at how many tackles he's had, he's still miles ahead of everyone else, but he hasn't broken any records yet. Mm. I don't think if he, but they're saying if he goes at the rate he's going, he'll finish with X, yeah, yeah. which is what because when we, I saw that stat, it was on a TV screen at a yeah. pub, uh, with no sound, so it looked like they were talking about current, it had like a caption like current tackle, but it might have been predictions, whatever, yeah. Um, something, uh, something that I didn't realize though when it comes to players' individual stats. Um, I'm pretty sure that Hooker has taken the second most marks. That's that doesn't, insane. Doesn't surprise me though. Um, I guess I guess a lot of uncontested in the back line, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. 
He plays that goalkeeper Rance role when Hurley's busy yeah. blanketing people. I'll just double check that because I might. Yeah. Can we also talk about how high scoring this game was? Yes, we can. Yeah, like, Kale Hooker, uh, second most, second most uh, marks per game. Uh, sorry, second most marks this season. Averages seven point five a game. Ooh, who's just behind him? <laughs> oh, it's Alex Witherden. Bloody hell! <laughs> Second year prodigy. Who's and then the first ranked mark? Shannon Hearn. Oh wow! Yeah, all and then, captain. Yeah, and Walk. then Michael Hurley. Good uh, backline. Yeah, huge. Jeez, Witherden. Good on you, boy. Far out. Hawkins would be in the top ten for marks per game. No. Nah. Nah. Dale Thomas is 11th. <laughs> well, I think it tells you everything you need to know about this stat. Far out. It's a little bit fucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can they still do it, Dusha? Oh. Can the freight train arrive at the station? If we imagine, like, the only way that we can make finals now is platform if, eight. If, uh, oof. <laughs> oof. <laughs> We're going to need something to go our way. We're going to need a few things to go our way. A couple of Haggard's footy miracles. <laughs> yes. We're you, gonna need Haw- to- you need Hawthorne to lose this week? Well, not even Hawthorne. I think we just need, like... need luck. We need a lot of luck. Hang you on, know what let- you need to do? You personally. <laughs> Me personally? Shave your head. <laughs> for the boys. <laughs> do it for the boys. Aerodynamic douche. <laughs> While you're in the UK where it'll be fucking... Oh, no, it'll be summer. It's yeah, summer it's, in the UK. Hey, it'll be, yeah, it'll be So you'll get your, bur- your head will burn. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pink scalp douche. <laughs> Pink Scalp Dusha bringing home the boys. <laughs> Football's coming home via the UK. Yeah, hang on. I'll have a look at upcoming games. So the entire cheer squad should shave their heads. Get the team oh, home. Yeah. Sheeds should just shave their head. Think, shave for Sheeds. I think oh. I think for Essendon to make the finals now, Geelong will have to miss out. Oh. Or Sydney, surely. Or Sydney. Or, or Sydney. Um, or Port Actually, Adelaide. No, because if Geelong get in... Two teams have to come out. Yeah, so Port and Sydney have to cook it. Oh, shit. Can I just put it out there, Dusha? Yeah. Teams that Sydney, I reckon, might cook it. They've got a very hard draw. Collingwood. What what, what are Collingwood on? Uh, so they've got a really high percentage. So Essendon will have to come out and absolutely fucking belt St. Kilda. Your percentage is better, though, Tom, than Collingwood's. Is it? It's... 117 and yours is 118. So oh yeah, and we've got this. Um, this isn't this isn't John arrogance, but we've got Gold Coast and Freo in the last two rounds. Presumably, that will boost your percentage at home. Just throw a spanner in. North Melbourne have a pretty comfy draw too. Yeah, they're they're a lock for probably two wins, and then they play Adelaide in Adelaide with Adelaide fighting. No, Adelaide are done. I think. But and Port have West Coast, a team that's probably going to be in shambles based on this. Port weekend. have West Coast, Collingwood at the G. Then you guys. Yep. I've got oh. a heartbreaking prediction for North fans. Not going to make it? They're going to win 13 games and, and not, not make, make it. it which is fucked. But the, no, I think that's good. I think that's good considering everyone sat down at the start of this year. Not us, but no, everyone else sat down and said they're going to finish. We 18. never sit down. No. <laughs> well, I, I'm never not seated. Imagine <laughs> if Friday night and uh, if Essendon beat Richmond, which... Oh, they killed us. They killed us at the dream time. But that wasn't the accident that we are now. And I don't know. I don't hey, know. Dusha, they're bleeding. <laughs> they, they might be scared now, but they've also got a game against Gold Coast in between. Man. Do you know what was the best thing about the game, though? Uh, the Yeah, no, it was that game. I don't know who which player it was. 
But there was a fucking awesome bump on O'Meara. <laughs> Just got... And totally fair. I want to say like Smith or Zaharakis just lined him up and just bang, put him flat on his ass and he took a long time to get Oh, home. yeah. Fuck, that was sick. <laughs> fuck, there was, there was... There was a lot of good moments. There was a lot of good goals. Um, Stringer had a, one of those games and then... But now looks sore. Did he play the rest of the game out after he hurt his foot? Yeah, he kicked a, he kicked a goal like... In the 23rd minute mark of the last quarter. Because there was rumours going that he'd, like, refractured the broken leg that he broke as a junior. Ooh. Because he came off the bench, couldn't really walk, and punched the bench. Mm, I didn't and see it looked it. like a guy who'd done an injury that he knew about. Yeah. But then he went back out. And whether he went back out because they were... Were you undermanned as well? No. No. we No, that was um the other game. <laughs> oh. We'll get do to we, that. Do we need to get to that game? The Sunday horror show. <laughs> oh no no! I, I'm pretty sure there was a game where two players were like both teams were down players early. Oh really? Which game? It wasn't this one, obviously. No, it wasn't this one. No, Essendon players were fine. Anything else you wanna you wanna add there, Dusha, about your boys? If 2018 doesn't have a miracle finish, 2019 still looking very bright. Mm-hmm. Is it just sort of in that period where the freight train is suddenly tackling a bit of a, a steep hilly section? Yeah, and like and you're running out of coal. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. mostly like it's an interesting one. Maybe maybe we, maybe we've run out of coal, but there could be wood or something hidden in the fucking train. Yeah. Just keep the fire burning. Maybe there'll be fucking rocket fuel. Mate, mate. Who knows? <laughs> mate, you're going to be fine. You know why? Why? You've run out of coal, but you've got plenty of kale. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but yeah, kale hooker, all Australian. Yeah. Full forward. <laughs> Speaking of the all Australian team. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about Harris Andrews. Oh, so this is the next game. Uh, so Brisbane Lions, another heartbreaking loss. So we entered the Toast Realm hard this week. Uh, we, we got in early. We, we made a reservation for three very early in the weekend. It's almost an identical score to the Essendon Hawthorne game. Both well, teams fuck, cracked the real ton. close. Yeah, uh, so, North won by three points, 107 to 104. Where the Hawthorne game was 107 to 103. And unlike probably the Essendon Hawthorne game, Alliance had a chance to really win it. Similar to the Geelong-Richmond game, there was an opportunity that went begging. And in fact, probably an easier opportunity than the Ablett shot in the Geelong-Richmond game. It's similar to about seven occasions this year where we've (laughs) lost by... I think there's genuinely been five that we've lost by inside a goal. But But have you been as close to being able to hit the lead in... Oh, in a couple of them. But yeah, this was uh, very sad. Your percentage is... 90. I'd like to finish the season in the 90s, so hopefully they can... Um, you know, That's... I think the loss to us would hurt your percentage a bit. It took it down a bit, but... Um, 90. Got, and you're really not too much, though. 16. It's yeah. fucked. They do not... This weekend, I think, proved beyond a shadow of the doubt that the next season for Brisbane is going to be awesome. One. And two, yeah. they do not deserve to be where they are. Well, you do because you can't win. So. Yeah, no, no. But you don't play... Like Carlton and Gold Coast, which is like a, a headless chicken. Well, that's it. Like I've had many seasons where we've been down the bottom and you watch a game and you just really st- – like kind of like what Carlton are now where Paddy Dow does something really good and you walk away from that demoralizing loss with like, oh, there was one glimmer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now with Brisbane, it's like, no, we're matching it with good teams and playing really good and fuck. Just – Oh, when it clicks, it's going to be exciting. 
I just, yeah, I just want to talk about Harris Andrews because he was in all Australian contention before he got murdered. <laughs> come and back he's, from the he's come back, got murdered on the field again by Tom Hawkins, <laughs> seven goals. But put the big blanket on Benny Brown. Only gave up one goal and it was for a dodgy free kick in the last quarter. And uh, what I like about that, though, mm. kept Hawkins in touch for the Coleman. Well, kept Buddy Franklin because he's been storming like he fucking does every year. Fucking hell. We'll get to him. We'll get to him in a sec because um, I'm so excited to talk about that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harris Andrews, he played very well. Tom, how much of the game did you watch? Um, I actually spent Saturday afternoon uh, alternating between the two games. Nice. Did you see a lot of... Andrews flying with the fist action. I did see a lot of Andrews flying with Here's the fist action. Here's where he's still going to become like so much better. He punches the ball into dumb spots. Yes. He'll run, he'll jump up, he'll punch it straight down at the center and like Norse will swoop on it and kick a goal. Whereas he needs to like punch it towards the boundary line. Yeah. Or punch it to a teammate. Yeah. He just needs to learn. Does my head in. He'll get there though. Fuck. The he's fact a good that he's player. getting to the contest. He's a good player, but he's annoying me. I mean, the fact that he's getting to the contest is he probably uh, can open the fist up and put the other hand there and take the mark. That's it. There's a lot of times when he gets up there and you're like, just take the mark, please. Come yeah. on. I really want the. Ah. Brisbane were great. Cam Rayner. We've got to talk about it before we move on. I love my boy, Cam. <sighs> yep. He just. Look, I think he had. Do you have another game where he had about 20 touches or something? Yeah, or, good no, game. actually, I think he was a little bit quieter than normal, but he had a ripping last quarter. He kicked a great goal. Um, Could have won the game. Which led to me standing up for pretty much the whole quarter. Um, Two goals won with 14 touches. Yeah. Could have won the game. Got a free kick. What would you say? 25, 30 out, yep. slide angle. Slide angle. Very Decided to do the sort of- Stevie Johnson. Stevie Johnson run around and hook it when he should have just milked some time. Gone back and, and had it crack. He I'm fucked gonna, it. I'm going to go on a limb. Yeah. Cam Rayner doesn't look like a guy who should be trying the Stevie Johnson. You know the player on your list who should be trying the Stevie Johnson? And that's Charlie Cameron. There's a player at every club. Yeah. We've got Menzel. You guys have probably got Cameron. Maybe Christensen in a pinch. Yeah. It's not Cam Rayner, though. You guys have got everyone. Everyone. Because <laughs> he's such a lovely <laughs> kid. You really do. <laughs> like, if, if so. so I, Stringer. Tipping Woody, Orazio. <laughs> I would fucking even, even give Merritt the ball. Mitch Brown. <laughs> no, no. Mitch Brown kicks it from 65 directly in front. Oh, sorry. But oh, yes. he kicked a fucking... Sorry, he dropped. He was quiet and then all of a sudden kicked a mad goal. Uh, it was what he's kick, capable of. Yeah. Kicked that goal and went, I'm going to pick up a mum tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to show this replay of the RSL when I'm chatting to mums. <laughs> God, ah, it was because I was watching it with um some friends that yeah. don't listen to the show, and I had to explain why I loved him so much. It was a hard sell, but I was like, "Trust me, when you see this guy's face, you'll be like, Mumfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what a mustache!" And then I was like, "Yeah, like, look, he'd get around, he'd get around the moms." They agreed. Good. Anyway, back Jeez. to Cam. He just doesn't look like a bloke who should be trying that shot. No, he should have. Like, he's he actually such like a beautiful a, kick, yeah. as we saw in that quarter. He should have just gone back and kicked it. But anyway, did you guys see Chris Fagan get around him after the game? Yeah, yeah. it was beautiful. Oh, loved it. Because Cameron, the moment he kicked it, was very upset. Yeah. I was tearing up as he was leaving. But it's good to see the culture, I think, is re- becoming really strong because Zorko went to him, Beams went to him, Christensen, all the Every leaders player got went around to him, him. All the young guys got around him. And then Fagan put his arm around him and talked to him for about you know two or three minutes. And it's just like. Fagan summed it up after the game. The he culture. said he is a he's going to be a great player, 
and he's going to win so many games for us in the future. It's like this is all just part of the learning experience. Yeah. Fucking love Chris Fagan. He's the best thing that's happened to this club in a decade. Oh, easy. And Cameron is probably the second best thing because Jesus is going to be fucking good. Uh, do, you know, do you know who the second best thing is? Hugh McCluggage. I was about to say, you know who should have been having that snap around the body? He, it's only second year. He gets the ball and it's like, yes, uh, I know it's like a cliche. Oh, he just has so much space. But he does. He does like this little sidestep. And he just, I don't, I don't know how they do it. And he can hit targets yeah. that no one should be able to hit. He's got more time than anybody like, on the field. Oh, yeah. I could probably get it to Robbo, but I've got to get it through those two guys and around this bloke. I'll step here. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So like, how the fuck are you doing that? Are you like numbers, but for football? Oh, <laughs> oh. Robbo. Speak. <laughs> Mitch, the, the Ram Robinson. Oh, he's, he's back. Some of his boys got knocked around a bit, and he fucking went mental and just started hitting blokes like fairly in tackles. Yep. When he tackles, he kills you. Yeah. Anyway, something happened with um who's that um who's that ex con that North Melbourne have on there? Marley Williams. Marley Williams, that fuckwit. Went to I think did six or eight months for assault. They got tangled up on the boundary line and Robbo's walking away and then turns back and went at him hard because it's quite clear that Williams has like said something really bad, I would think, based yeah. on the reaction. And then um I think the umpire gave away a free kick or didn't want a bar of it or something like that. And then about a minute later, Robbo got the ball, just kicked a ripping goal, and then the umpire tried to say something to him. And Robbo just was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> just pushed him. I didn't push him, but was like, nah, nah get, yeah, get fucked. <laughs> it was great. He's like, you didn't want to fucking listen to me? Because oh, I think Robbo complained to him previously about what thing I would say. Yeah. And the umpire's like, oh, I don't want to hear a bar of it. And then a minute later, he's like, well, I'm not fucking talking to you then. <laughs> I love Robbo. <laughs> Sorko um, fucking had 10 tackles. Sorko had 10 tackles, two goals, 30-something touches. 35 touches, four marks. This this four-hour chat he had, fuck, it's done one for him. <laughs> I was responsible for about three and a half. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Jared Berry was also... It's just... It's all the young guys. I, I said in the last quarter, Christensen needed to lift, and then he did. He did yep. a lot of good things. He kicked a goal. Yeah. Um, he had a good last quarter. Almost kicked a couple more. Set Robinson up Daniel Richley was shithouse. Uh, just didn't get anything from him. Yeah, Hodgie didn't... was great. Even that, that last quarter when it was on and we were coming back, Hodgie was going at like I think a hundred percent efficiency. <laughs> he like, was. He's a freak. He'll keep him. Keep him forever. Oh, he'll play next year for sure. Clone him. Yeah. Oh, give twenty-two of him. I fucking love it. Um, <laughs> get him enough games so that you can get his son. <laughs> weirdly, now th- I've so I haven't watched Brisbane for the last two weeks. The first yep. time I watched him for a little while. Tom, you watched him against Geelong. Yep. Did Steph Martin do? The majority of the rocking? Um, because at the start of every quarter, Oscar McInerney started in the centre. No, and I Martin think was at like centre half forward. Against against Stanley, he rucked majority of it. He, McInerney only rucked when Henry Yeah, normally when went off. Normally McInerney sort of is the relief I, ruckman or a little bit of forward line stuff. I think they were doing that though to give Hipwood a chop out because he wasn't getting much of it early. And and McInerney got a bath the week before against John. No, but they like McInerney started in the ruck. That's what I mean. He got a bath in the forward line. He, I would question whether he should be in the team. But Martin, as a forward, has not worked ever, ever. No, that's and why he that's had why no influence. I didn't when he wasn't in the ruck. I was like, where is Steph Martin? He had no influence in the forward half. So I will say weird, that it was a weird decision. McInerney, he showed glimpses where you're like, fuck, he's a big fella who can do some good things in a few years. He's a big Gumby, but <laughs> he's a fuck. His he, arms he, go to his ankles because he's <laughs> he's that tall player who actually. Utilizes that he'll mark the ball at its highest point. Yeah. So he's unstoppable if he actually goes at it. So, bit like, bit like Benny Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Marks it at the highest point. Oh, he just had a had an off game. 
Yeah, but the thing that that helps North Melbourne is when Jared Waits back. And Jared Waite, I sent you guys a photo. There is oh. a photo of Jared Waite. He looks like he's going to steal your treasure. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like like a bandit leader. Yes, yeah. he does. He just looks sketchy as fuck. Kicked a couple goals. But that's what he's there for. He and that's why Benny he... Brown can have a quiet game. Magic but Doors kept playing well. Benny Benny Brown doesn't want to have too many quiet games because uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to this later in a few in a few games time. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't love the Benny uh, Ben Cunting Cunnington. <laughs> ben, ben Huntington. Imagine okay, so we're a show where that's acceptable. Imagine being a commentator every oh, week and having to say Cunnington. Yeah, <laughs> considering the fact that a commentator once on live TV. Accidentally called the Gold Coast Suns the Gold Cunts. <laughs> that's a bad one. Yeah, like, that's not even. At so least with Ben Cuntington, you can understand it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, didn't like his game. He gave uh, Dane Beams a punch in the kidney. Oh, that's not acceptable. Um, I've, I've man, actually thought a... about this though, and since we started recording, because I, I went hard after him off air. He got fined two thousand dollars. That's probably fair enough. Razor Ray, just want to comment on the umpiring. Oof. Okay. He's a showboat fuckwit. Did you see the... Uh... And I'm fucking sick of him. Can I just say... I've He's just a fucking had... dickhead who just knows that he's mic'd up and knows that the cameras are on him. And he just does stupid shit. Actually, oh, did you see Nick Robertson give away that free kick? That was the worst umpiring decision. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. It's really Balls bad. in dispute. Nick Robbo grabs it. There is literally no prior. He gets just destroyed like in a gang tackle. And yeah. he's r- ripping people apart trying to get out of there. And then Razor Ray goes holding the ball. And then did he pay 50? Yeah, because of abuse. Yeah, and then Robbo was like, what the fuck? And then 50, they kick a goal. In a game when you lose by under a goal. Razor Ray. And then he did that fucking stupid thing. What did he do, Tom? Like he fucked up in the middle. Yep. He fucked up a bounce. Pointed the wrong oh, He pointed the wrong way. way. He did something stupid, Dusha. And then... Um, you know, the crowd were booing him, and then he did some tricks with the ball. He was like, Yeah, I saw that. I saw the fuck off, dude. He picked up the ball and you like- should be you just shouldn't be seen. Shut up. People <laughs> are coming to the footy to watch football, not hear your whistle and watch you be a fucking circus dickhead. Do you reckon uh he'll get too overconfident based on the amount of traction that this has received <sighs> and he's gonna take a chest mark? Like the umpire, like oh, <laughs> fuck, that is the, one of the best things ever, and then he just kind of goes. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> he had to ball it up, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. 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 And he apologized. Like, I just, and then interviewed, he was like, I just kind of for a split second forgot what was happening. <laughs> it, like, to be honest, like, if you're an AFL umpire who has played heaps of footy, it would be really hard to, like. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Especially if a ball was coming, like. Imagine David Roden. He's a goal umpire. He probably just wants to take hangers when it's comes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like, I will say this about the umpires. I, on the, watching the Friday night game, I had a great appreciation for their ability to get out of the way. Because that's fucking hard. Oh, there yeah. was a kick. To, to get out of the way and then also keep an eye on Keep the ball. watching what's happening. Yeah. It's a, look, it is tough for them. We get stuck into them. It is a hard game to umpire. However, yeah. you know what mate? You know what would make it easy if you made the right fucking call? There was a passage of play with a minute to go. Jaden Short got the ball on the wing and kicked it forward. Now, there was no one in Richmond's forward line. There were three Geelong players running. The ball trickles out and all three Geelong players turn around and go, that's deliberate. Don't pay deliberate. That had to happen in the back line. That would be paid deliberate. Yeah, I want consistency. If you're moving it forward, like it's deliberate. Yeah, he he was going for. He wanted to get space and meterage to get the ball away from the Geelong zone. That's deliberate. Um. Anyway, there was just all the umpiring umpires getting out of the way in the Essendon Hawthorne game. One of our, I think it was an Essendon. It might have even been Merritt. Just like bullet passed it, but it went straight over. The umpire like ducked and managed to turn around at the same time. It was pretty impressive to see. I haven't seen an umpire do that before. 
Like the ball just came out of him rather yeah. than like step around it. He went under it. Did he go Matrix? No, he just like dropped like he should have gone Matrix. He should have gone. Yeah, I would have. I would have given him a clap. The yeah. shit out of that. I'm like Razor fucking Ray. <laughs> what if Razor Ray went Matrix? I just hate the fact if you're an umpire and you have a nickname, you you're doing too much. Don't be a showboat fuck. Shut up, Ray. He's yeah. he's look. He's on Raymond. The, he's he's chirping people like him. He's probably one of the better umpires out there. He's umpired a lot of football. Don't care. Don't um, care for the um, veterans make mistakes. See Hayden Kennedy not hearing the siren. Or, or <laughs> the other- longest serving umpire in the history of VFL. Figure Labor. two, Brendan Goddard fucking up a kick in and costing his team a goal. Oh, yeah, fuck. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was no good. That was real bad. I'll tell you what's real bad as well. The umpire cam. Oh, oh on Friday. Did you guys get that any other yeah. night? Friday night. It's despicable. It, that, it made me dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> it is the worst fucking. It doesn't give anything more to the game. I hate it. Having him mic'd up is good. I like, I like I like hearing them explain decisions to people. Which, yeah. again, comes into play in a game that I'm bursting at the seams to talk about. And I do love that when they're mic'd up and you hear them explain decisions, occasionally you get an outburst like a fuck from <laughs> yeah. a player. Yeah. You also get a great comment that was made in a game on Saturday night. What happened? Called it on. We'll get to it when we get to the game. Or I can just tell you now. No, Actually, no, 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 are we no, at the no. game? No, we're not at the game. I'd like to you to hold off. Oh, okay. I, I might want the anticipation to build. Okay. So... You know what? You know what's really weird mm. is the four forty-five time slot should be reserved for I don't know shit teams like Carlton. Do you know what would have been a better better suit? Maybe the Eddie Had Stadium game that night. Bulldogs and Kilda. Yes. What What blows my mind is that the showdown is never on. Is very rarely on free to air, and it is always the, the game of the, the game year. of the round or the game of the year. Not this round. No, we <laughs> no. have. But it's one of the games of the round. Yeah. We had five games of the round out of six. Fuck. Like it would be, I would be hard pressed to pick which of those was the best. Hit. So Port Adelaide just lost to Adelaide. Adelaide kept their season alive. There was a with a contentious, controversial, controversial decision. Would it? Would it? Would a great game of footy like this, with all the big stuff, be complete without a controversy? Ooh. I think you need a controversy to set the scene. Tom and Sean, both whom are very familiar with this. Yes, with three minutes to go, we have. Josh Jenkins takes a shot, kicks it to great, pre- great passage of play. Ah, kicks it to his own advantage, runs on, picks it up, has a snap, gets around two Port blokes. Mm, mm. Huge. And this is this is after Port had had all of the running early, and Ollie Wines had a chance to do the Cam Rainer. Cooked did it. the Cam Rainer? Decided to kick around his body, went out on the full. If he goes back, <laughs> drop punts that through. That is a future captain's so goal. The twenty-six minute mark. Jenkins kicks around the body. From how far out? Pretty close. Like oh, so his range then. Yeah. yeah. But 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 under pressure, got around, had to get around two poor blokes, beat him with the ball, get up and snap it off yep. a step. Yeah. Degree of difficulty. Um, good, 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 good. Yep. yep. Picks it up, has a snap, goes through. Yep. Goes through close to the post. Very though. close to the post. And the ball it wasn't a conventional like drop punt. So the ball was spinning kind of weird as well. Yep. It was almost spinning similar to a top, but because he'd snapped it. Yeah, yeah. Umpire. S- score review. So umpire calls a goal. But says, I just want to make sure if it touched the post. Let's Jenkins. Yep. So the camera, the boys run and celebrate Jenkins. Jenkins says to the boys, set up. I think that hit the post. And you can and tell. And you hear it on the, because he's near the umpire. And you hear, and the commentators go, did he just say set up? I think. And he kind of starts pointing. Yeah. He thinks it hit the post. As soon as he kicked the goal, the first guy that jumped on him, you can if you lip read him, he says post. Yeah. 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 He he kind of 
goes up and then he kind of stays there, but then yeah. the guy jumps on him. They're all way more excited than he is. Mm. Yeah. Having watched the replay, he's not an excited boy. No. Umpires check it. They look at the footage for 23 seconds and they decide, that's a goal. They don't go umpire's call where they're like, oh, hard to tell. We'll just go with what the umpire said. They go, no, no, no. Confirm goal. That did not hit the post. Looks like it hit it the post. Looks like it hit the post. In fact, does it? Yes. Well, if you come at it, I think that if you come at this and go, this is contentious and I think everyone thinks the ball hit the post and you watch it, I think you can convince yourself that you there can. might be a wobble however, in the post. However, no, no, no. I noticed it from the ball rotation. It spins Ooh, faster. It seems to sp- speed up its spin. Interesting. It, and straightens up a little bit. Now, I will also say this. Yes. You could definitively clear this up. Umpire's call. If you're an umpire's call or... If every stadium had access to the same fucking goal review technology. However, the AFL, who were coming up with fucking gigantic goal squares and trialing them out against bottom four teams in the VFL, can't get their fucking heads together and go, you know what would fix the AFL review system? If there was a mandated generic setup that every ground had to have that was implemented by the AFL. Instead, it's not. Do Do you know who it relies on? It relies on the media provider for the game. It falls on them. Now, what camera Fox angle footy, is going to be better, though? Goal line, um, goal line cameras. There were no goal line cameras because Fox Footy don't use them for their, their coverage. Is there a camera but that also, is actually going to help in that Umpires had camera, which Fox Footy that don't use. Tom. He was looking up. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That wouldn't fucking tell you shit. The quality's garbage. Quality's garbage. But if you had... My argument is, though, less about the goal review itself, but more about the fact that the AFL does not have a system in place where every ground has the same camera system for goal reviews. Just get Snicko, for fuck's sake. Oh, (laughs) Hotspot. Yeah, hotspot. That's it. Kane fuckhead Corns' idea. Uh, Light up goalposts. No. You idiot. The, the wind, imagine <laughs> if it rained or it was really windy. The goalpost would light up every fucking minute. It's would not like, light up if like you a, know, player bumped, a player hits the yeah. post. Well, also, Fuck off, Kane, you idiot. I, had, I watched a video, a 15-minute oh. video of the round so far featuring Kane Corns. He had the worst hot take. It almost gave me like a nosebleed watching it. <laughs> he went after every every team that we support. Did it perforate your other eardrum? Oh, yeah. So side note, I have a perforated eardrum. So if I'm yelling, it's because I'm half deaf at the moment. Um, angry. Fuck, he said some dumb shit. Just just so you can set the scene to how angry I was pretty much straight off the bat. In this video, Kane Corns was asked if Essendon losing to Hawthorne sealed their finals. And he was like, if I was Essendon, I wouldn't be worried about that. Your season was done when you were two and six. Yeah, they're not making the finals, but they never were. It's easy to say that after that result. Yeah. You're a coward, Corns. Oh, we know this. Just want to speak about some other controversial Port oh. Adelaide things while we're on no, this. No, no, no. Because yeah, okay, there's more okay. to add to the Josh Jenkins thing. Oh, yes. Oh, so, yeah, the post-match. Yep. So Josh Jenkins interviewed post-match. Mm. He says, I thought it hit the post, but I'm glad the AFL disagreed. <laughs> Good. Ken Hinckley went whack, and I'm like, shut up, Ken. Oh, he was. I, I agree, but shut up, Ken. He's a fuckhead. He, he, was, he, just, he was angry. Don't care. He's an idiot. You no, wouldn't, you like wouldn't be in, in that position if Ollie Wines kicks that goal. And there was still three, two minutes on the clock. Well, that's it. If, if, that's, and Rory if, that's called, if that's called a behind, Adelaide don't ice the clock for the next two to three minutes. They keep trying to score. So it doesn't... <laughs> shut Rory, up. Like he's a, I fucking hate Ken Hinckley. Such a oh, whinging But dick. also, Sean, I'm yeah. sure... There was still on. two minutes left. If they won a centre clearance, yeah. they had opportunities to kick goals. And then 
poor checking in their back line yeah. meant that the two Rory's were on there their own. Three and a half minutes left. And look, yeah. all right, maybe, maybe if Port Adelaide, look, they had the next shot and goal, maybe that would have been, oh, wait, no, they didn't. They didn't have another fucking scoring shot. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Poor, uh, Adelaide had another kick. Like, fuck. Rory Atkins, Atkins had another shot. Th- yeah. Like, there have been inst- instances this year where a coach in a post-match could have come out and gone, like, a big <laughs> whack against the, that technology. This wasn't the one. No. This was just like, goal umpire said, goal, let's check it. And they looked at it and went, you cannot conclusively say that that's not a goal. And I reckon they need to stay with umpire's call. Yeah, that's the only, that for me, that's the only but, issue but there. But see, my issue with the goal review system isn't actually about this specific goal. It's about the fact that, again, there is no universal method to mm. set it up. In what other fucking sporting competition? Could you imagine tennis if every tennis court had a different Hawkeye system? Yeah, it's stupidity. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, our only- Hawkeye doesn't show the baseline. Yeah. <laughs> There's only... Like, like think, about, think about cricket. Yeah, our DRS doesn't show the middle stump. Yeah, we can't do we can't do um LBW here, but we can do everything else. All right, Port Adelaide, two things controversial Port Adelaide things. One, R- Robbie Gray won the medal. Nah, he was probably best on. Can I just say on the goal review? Yeah, either spend money on the tech, like yep. you were saying, or I would have them just revert back and get, put the confidence back in the goal umpire. <laughs> You know how they say they review every goal anyway? How long does it take to reset after a goal? 20 seconds. Because you got to wait for the ads. You've got 20 seconds to do it. The umpire, the goal umpire just can't call for it. He just, whatever his decision is, we go with it. Unless you get the Tom Hawkins in the grand final howler that clearly hits the post. Then you've got 20 seconds to pick that out. Well, Otherwise, that happens. Just push it on. It fucking Essendon happened. Game. The Essendon Hawthorne game. There was no score review, but they noticed. They were like, oh, hang on. That was touched off the boot. That's the system. Just do And that. then they just brought it back. It was confusing. <laughs> yeah. Like... People were like, what the fuck? But Just then they're like, that. oh, wait, no, because they showed the replay. Because now there seems that they, they did the, what, the Jenkins one, 23 seconds. That's because there's been a clear mandate by the AFL to speed that process up because people like Hardwick have whinged about how it takes so long and it, the momentum of the game, blah, blah, blah. They're speeding it up. Man, 23 seconds stopping. sometimes isn't enough to go through all the angles and make a, a proper decision. So Just also, don't do it. Get rid of it. It's, here's the thing, right? The AFL are currently looking to implement new new rules to make the game better, and there are about four or five rules that aren't working properly and need to be fixed. And if yep. you fixed those rules, you'd fix a lot. So work on the rules you've currently got that aren't working. Yep. Work on the, the protected zone rule. Work on the, the goal review system. Work yep. on the ruck nomination. There were tw- two occasions in the Friday night game where the umpire balled, like threw it in no player nominated. The ball hit the deck. The players went to play on. The umpire went, no, we're going to call it back because no Ruckman nominated. It's fucking Surely dumb. in that scenario, if no one nominates, no one can hit the ball out, which the players didn't do. They all went, cool, no one's nominated. Wait for the ball to hit the deck. And then go for it, yeah. Oh, it's just, it's just so ridiculous. And there were so many fucking dumb Ruck combinations. There was, at like, one point, it was Scott Selwood and Jason Castagna in the Ruck. <laughs> the umpire's like, well, no, someone has to nominate. Someone has to nominate. That's shit. Why and they both they, looked at one bring another it and went, oh, okay. Do they bring it in to get rid of like the third, third man, man up? Like, I don't have an issue. Like I'd rather no, have third man up. No, here's the here's the solution. Don't have third man up. If a third bloke, if a second bloke from the same team goes for the ruck, you penalise the team that didn't have a second bloke go for there it. There it is. That's it. Issue. Shouldn't be fucking hard, but it is because the AFL are idiots. Now, Tom, two Port Adelaide things. Yeah, can we? One of them was Robbie Gray. No, no. one of them wasn't Robbie Gray. Oh. I got a confession from a Port Adelaide fan. Is this Ooh. the second thing or the first? Thing? This is the first thing. Whoa. Oh, a Port Adelaide fan. Yeah. yeah. Which so Port Adelaide uh, Jordan, fans do you know? who is a Port Adelaide fan who follows the show. So, uh, tweeted, uh, sent me a message on Twitter yep. after the game. Yep. And look, I didn't actually tell him I was going to announce this on the show, so I cop this, Jordan. But, uh, Ooh. mate, 
Don't be, don't be, don't be doing this kind of thing. I was really disappointed. His team lost. Yep. On Saturday. Yeah. Guess what he had for dinner? Oh. <gasps> don't tell me. He, he tea seed toast. He had a roast. That's disgusting. Now I'm okay if you have something else instead. Yeah. But don't specifically have the food <laughs> that you only get when your team wins. And I don't care if you had a roast ready to go. You put that shit on ice and you. You give it to someone, you go across the town, you find someone in a, a, a blue and red and yellow jumper and you give them that pork crackle. I'm fucking shell-shocked. I'm shell-shocked this. too. Jordan, Jordan, clearly you've heard the show. Yeah. Fucking listen harder, mm. mate. I would have accepted if they had have used the pork in like a toasted sandwich. I would have copped that. You know what? Yeah. Typical Port Adelaide support. Oh, I know. The other Port fucking Adelaide- Fucking Koshi would be proud. Oh, he would. Actually, I just, I just remembered oh. that Koshi would be upset and now I'm happy again. <laughs> Uh, Ball-headed fuck! Speaking of other (laughs) controversial Port Adelaide decisions, I just want to touch on this before we move on to the next game. Yep. Last week in our mailbag episode, we got an email from Zach. Yep. Who apparently knows my brother. Yep. And who allegedly said that my brother announced that he was a big fan or was happy to see TC of the year, Lindsay Thomas, back in the Port Adelaide side. Now... Being the brother that I am, I thought, no, nah, look, I need to investigate this. I need to find out what happened before I have him kicked out of the family. And so I sent him a message. I sent Jacob a message. I said, mate, I've been hearing things of what you've been saying about Lindsay Thomas. And apparently you said you're a big fan of him and you're happy that he's back in the side. And my brother's message back was in three separate messages. Was, <sighs> what the fuck? <laughs> and then there are about eight blokes I would take in my team before Lindsay Thomas. Only eight. He had to go with, you know, players in the forward line, sure, I yep. guess. But he Fair said, enough. he goes, I said, he'll be back. He might kick goals for us. I'm not happy about him being in my team even from the start of the season. Oof. So, uh, Zach, um, I, I just... I don't know. Do your research I, better. I'd like to see uh, Zach sort of respond to this. Yeah, yeah. So, Zach. But also... Hit back. <laughs> I want to start a fight between my brother and his good friend. <laughs> what you got, Dusha? I think I probably trust Zach more here. Jacob, he's TC against his family, first of all. True, true, true. He's a Port Adelaide supporter. Strike two. So he's TC in the AFL. Yeah, yeah. So that's (laughs) no good as well. Let's talk about the game of Saturday night. Not, not, no, not that one. (laughs) Let's let's talk about that really quickly. Bulldogs beat St Kilda. St Kilda are garbage. Bulldogs rallied. Bontempelli's a good footballer. Next, SCG hosted a fucking phenomenal game of football. And I think I feel better about this than I do about... The earlier three, real, uh, the earlier, earlier four close games, I guess, because I didn't see any of the Adelaide Port Adelaide game, and the other three I was too invested in the losing side. Yeah, not fair. This was neutral. This Closer. was neutral-ish. Yeah, because fond of. Oh, Sydney. that's right. That's right. No, no, they're, they're your they're your team, Dusha. Shut up. You would describe them as we beat Collingwood, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would describe any team that beats Collingwood as we beat Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Collingwood. So this had a special place in my heart. It was. My family versus a piece of shit club that I hate. <laughs> Not fair. And boy, oh boy, did it deliver. Ended with one of the most fucked goals I've ever seen in football. No one's talking about this goal. And they fucking should be. It's The only reason people aren't talking about it is because of Higgins' goal. If Higgins hadn't kicked that goal last week. Yeah, true. I'm just going to have a look at it. Have you not seen it? No. The, no, pressure, okay. the pressure factor is what makes it, I think, too. Like the, the, the stakes... <laughs> The state the of the game when they're the playing. Winning fucking goal. Oh. And from 
It's not contra- uh, contra- traditional. traditional. Traditional enough. Conventional enough. It's probably not goalie. Is no. the commentary amazing? No. Uh, no, because no, no one... The, only, the commentary is, I think he's... No. How did he... <laughs> yeah. They're just like in shock. They're in complete disbelief uh, that he... Commentary is always the best for goals that are kicked from like 80. Fuck... Because they ride the goal in. Yeah, Hooker's goal was had a lot of commentary. Oh, yeah. Now, this game was huge. The biggest lead in this game was oh. eight. <laughs> yeah, yes. pretty good, eh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, buddy, buddy got into the crowd. Fucking. Oh, all right, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> That's better. Mm. Higgins's goal is better. Higgins is it's an all right goal. It's a pretty good goal. But that goal is. I need to read Again, the context of that goal is bigger than Higgins's goal. Contextually, yes, because that's the winning goal. It's he's under eight blokes and he manages to get the ball out. Second effort too. Yeah. Oh, what a goal! So he's involved in the first passage of play, brings the ball to ground, scrubs around for it, gets it again, falls on his side, and manages to get his arms and legs outside of the con. Tom McCartan. I'm going to say his name because we haven't said it. Take a bow. Also, they interviewed him after the game. And they were like, oh, how do you feel about that? He's like, I was just happy to get ball to boot in that situation. It's like, didn't really have a kick all day. So it was nice that the one that I did made a difference. <laughs> Good, Good bloke. Good bloke. Great jumper too, actually. What yeah. was that in reference to? Um, it's the original um, uh, Bloods jumper. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a 1918 one or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so like a yeah. heritage had a jumper. Had a collar, right. had the sash. You can buy it woolen online yep. at the moment. You're going to buy one, you closet Sydney fan? Nah, I've got the, be- the beanie and the scarf's probably That's enough. That's enough, yeah. Huge game, though. For a bit there, it looked like Sydney were in trouble because the only player that had turned up to play for them was Franklin. At one point, they were five goals. No, the best part, I think, to the best for what you're about to say, at one point, so Sydney, after the first quarter time, three goals, two. Buddy Franklin, three goals, one. <laughs> Second quarter, they were, I think, four or five? Four, four. And Franklin, I think, four, three? Jesus. I'll have to Basically, he kicked six four, and I think they only kicked, like he kicked six four, and three of his behinds hit the post. Yes, yep. there was a lot. There were a lot of posters. He wants that Coleman. There oh was, yeah. Did you hear during the week? Buddy has trained for about twenty minutes for the whole year. Yeah, he's not training at all. You know why? Because Hellhole did a number on his foot. Jesus, he's that's, kicked, that's how good he is. That's how good he is. Far out. He's playing hurt, and he's doing the buddy like that. That makes me think that he is he one of the best players in the comp. Is he the? Yeah, he's easily the most exciting player in the comp. I think. Yep, I would I'd, say, I'd love him in my team. He's surely he'd be the best player in the AFL currently. <sighs> I think Depends, people would though. go. Do you go midfielder? Do you go like Maxi Gorn? Like, where does that nah, leave Max guys? Gorn like, Gorn isn't the best player in the AFL because he's unreliable. In I areas think that I think I, gonna, I'm going to go your, your top five players in the AFL. Franklin. Yeah. This isn't in any order. Yeah, yeah, Franklin. Franklin Cripps. Fife, when he's fit, because mm. he had an awesome patch yeah, when he was fit. Right. Yeah, fair enough. I think you can't you can't go past... Yes, you can. Who am I going to say? Mitchell. No, I wasn't going to say Mitchell. Oh, good. I was going to say like your Dangerfields and your Dusties. Yep. And then uh, to round that top five out, Kale Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Bagley. <laughs> yes, he kicked three. Um, no, the, the, the fifth one is easy, and you're not going to pick it. Josh Kelly. Best player in the AF, arguably better than. Oh, Tom yeah, Mitchell. sorry, I'd, I forget, you forget about him. You talk about Cripps and how great he is. You talk about Mitchell, Kelly, 
is the kind of player who gets 40 possessions and every single one of them fucking yeah. kills you. You don't see the Giants play enough sometimes. No. He is, he is, he's going to win eight Brownlow medals. It's no coincidence, too, that he came back into the side and now they're good again. He's yeah. just, he's so good at every aspect of the game. Yeah. He's good at kicking goal. He can take a mark. He can run. He, he is phenomenal. North Melbourne are going to sell the suburb to get him in. <laughs> I would, um, if I'm a club, I keep all the money I'm thinking about spending on Tom Lynch and save it for Josh Kelly. Because he's out of contract two years. Fucking oath. He'd pay two million for that guy. Jeez. Two million a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and just Guys, uh, everyone's taking a pay cut. What? You're getting $10 a year. Every, everything else is going to Josh Kelly. Mm. <laughs> They're like, well, fair enough. Not fair. Uh, Another thing in this game was the, I uh, referenced it before, but the uh, umpire's mic picking something funny up. Oh, yeah. What do you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. A Sydney defender. So Mason Cox has started to do a bit of the Ben Brown, which is the, yep, if throw, he's pushed yep. out of the- Well, because he's been saying, I'm getting manhandled every week and no one's paying me free kicks. And someone said, well, you should play for free kicks. And he's like, all right, I will. And, and did the, he? Yes, he did. Oh, and scrambled. an umpire was like holding or- Yeah, it was holding, actually. Or in, yeah, one of them. Something. Um, and the Sydney player was like- it's not my fault. He's like a baby giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> I, think umpire- was, I think that was Dane Rampy too. <laughs> he's got form, actually. And yeah. the umpire was like, listen, mate, I don't care if he's a baby giraffe. Free <laughs> kick. <laughs> <laughs> um, big thing from this game, and we didn't touch on it for the Saints game or the Crows game. Crows game, Brody Smith, first game back after the ACL. Oh, oh. Last year. St. Kilda game, Nathan Freeman's first game after being drafted like two, three years ago. More. Four years ago. I think it was Maybe 2013. Five. Is Fuck. Got, yeah. So here's the thing, 20. right? What I loved about that was, was on Collingwood's list, list, didn't get a game, got traded to St. Kilda. Yeah. A lot of hamstring injuries and issues there. Collingwood put a tweet out to wish him luck in his first game. It was nice. Like, it's really, it's a shame he's not in, the, in, in our colours, yep. but we're really proud to see you. You know how there. you prevent that? Don't trade him, but yeah, that's you know. fine. Uh, biggest one, though. Alex fucking Johnson. His last game was the 2012 Grand Final. His last game, right? There'd been one Avengers film. <laughs> Julia Gillard was Prime Minister of Australia. Talking about Prime Minister changes doesn't really like give you a grasp on the time. <laughs> the score review system had just started. The sub rule had ended, had was still in effect. The ruck nomination rule didn't exist. Um, I don't think the protected zone didn't exist. 63% of this current Sydney team didn't play in AFL. <laughs> um, the Giants had played for one season. How cooked is that? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So um, there's a guy, Harry Cunningham, played his 100th game. One of those games has been with Alex Johnson, Alex Johnson and it was Jeez. his first. Huge. How cooked is that? Franklin still had two more years at, at Hawthorne. Like, that's, he's had five knee reconstructions. How like That's hard. The, the best thing I loved about that, though, was apparently there's like a, um, a fraternity of, like, of <laughs> knee reco boys, and Menzel came out and said, yeah, it's been a good week for the boys this week. <laughs> because like Patton's done his knee, Clay Smith announced his retirement because of knee issues, and this guy comes out. So there's a, there's a little there's a knee reco club. They all hang out and get yeah, coffee. Menzel and- said it was good. They, they needed a lift, he said. Yeah, it was, <laughs> that was great. So... His face when that siren went too was fucking awesome. It was it like was, he'd won the grand final all over again. And also, he had a pretty good game. Like he wasn't. Yeah. He didn't. Didn't look. Back. Didn't look like he was. It took about ten marks. Yep. He um had fifteen touches. Had like four tackles or something. Do you know who's fucking good? And I always remember they're really good. Alira Lear again. Oh yes. Fucking hell. Oh, he said something so nice after the game. They interviewed him, and he was just like, "Look, the real big thing is I just want to be like." 
He's like, I want to be good enough that I'm like an influential player for like Sudanese kids. So they're like, he's just like, he's like, because there's so many people out there and he's like, it'd be so good if I could just get them into sport. Doesn't need to be AFL, but just sport. Do you know who else had a surprisingly awesome game for Collingwood? Hmm. Travis Varco kicked four goals. (laughs) I don't think he's ever done that ever. He's probably had four misses. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that hurts. I love Travi. Do you? Yeah, he's great. He was my dad's favourite player. Was he still still Terence's favourite player when he missed that shot in the prelim final? Yep. Dad dad stood by him. And then he burnt my dad and moved clubs. Mason Cox kicked one goal three. Maybe head back to America, mate. Oh, oh no, nah, <laughs> he's, he's fine. You're fucking he's... giraffe. I mean, here's the thing about yeah, Collingwood. They're, they're fucked now. Their back line is cooked. Oh, yeah, because who- Moore uh, did his hamstring Moore, during the game. Right. How how probably comes back next week. But watching this game, there were so many times where Moore Sydney is... bombed it in. Yeah. And you go, Jeremy Howe eats that for breakfast. Yep. Jeremy Howe just- That's that's his bread and butter, and he's not playing. Guy playing his first game plays on Franklin, who was in a bit of form. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, they're in trouble. They are in trouble. I don't think they have the depth. And also, big challenge coming this week. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're in strife. (laughs) Moore's also personally in trouble though, because his hammy just went when he wasn't doing anything. Uh, Was the good hammy too? Yeah, wasn't the one he's repeatedly injured. Though Sydney got a good look at him. Yep. (sighs) No, he's an interesting one because if you're Collingwood, you don't want to spend a lot of money on him. No, because he's not. He's unproven still. But he's he's so he been might handy go. down back. Yeah, he. I think he'd be a good player, but Collingwood are not going to like. I'm assuming they're holding out off on a contract. His management are because they want top dollar, but it's like you need to have actually. Like yeah, a but good I think season. I think I think they also know Sydney will throw a fair bit of cash at him. If I was him, I'd sign like a two year deal or something. Yeah, at Collingwood. Yeah, all right, and then do a Dugowie. two years, prove yourself, and then move. get a big con- well, not necessarily but move, like but get Josh a big, Kelly. big, big contract. Two years. I think he'll leave, yeah. yeah. It depends what happens if they win a grand final and, and all of that. I, I do think that Grundy is... Brody? Brody Grundy. Not Heath, Can I say just on that, yep. Heath Grundy didn't play this week. Yeah. Uh, was a withdrawal for mental health reasons. Yeah. Yep. And that was actually listed. And it's kind of... I think it's refreshing that in AFL now you can actually have that... Unless you're Damien Barrett, of course, yeah, yeah. you're a fucking dickhead. But yep. you can actually have that as a reason and everyone goes, okay, no, that's fair. That you it's can good. feel comfortable enough that a club can say yeah. mental health. Like, you know, Sydney have been good on that with Franklin, you know, missing a lot of the finals a couple of years ago because of depression and things like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's good. Good for footy. Anyway, sorry, Sean. Brody Grundy, I'd pick him ahead of Gorn, I think. His influence in that last quarter when they needed to get into it was... Huge. He just has more sort of ground level influence, I think, than Gorn. I think it's Gorn's, splitting hairs. Gorn's it is splitting hairs. Is probably probably shades him. The thing is, you need to pick them both. They need to both be in the All Australians. Oh, they will. I think Gorn will be the ruckman and Grundy will be on the bench. They have to. Yeah, because they they're so happen. different. They broke even both times they played. Yeah, I think Grundy beat him once and Gorn beat him another time. Like they're I, both. I, I would lock that in as the All Australian. I think that'll happen. Gorn and Grundy what? on the bench. You know what I want to see. Hmm. Put the Australian team against someone. Like, just actually play them. Imagine. Just see how yeah. it holds up. <laughs> they should. What they should do is they should try all the rules with the All-Australian team. Yeah. Playing against, like, or, recently retired players. Or your All-Australian team and then maybe, oh, I don't know, maybe All-Australian team two. Like, I don't know. So you have a, a larger squad. So well, a team of, like, 50 and you pick two 22s. Yeah. Oh, so you split the talent amongst the two teams? or Yeah. Yeah. And then play off. 
just as like two, a, two all Australian teams play each other as a charity match after like I don't know mid October or something. So not too far into preseason, not yeah. too far. Yeah, I don't know. Raise money for charity or something. Yep, yeah, I like it. Sick. Do you, know right. I, do you know what I don't like? Sunday's Any games. of the games that happened on Sunday. We'll start with the first one. Speaking of Josh Kelly and how awesome he is. I'm going to be honest. I anticipated a shitty Sunday. Well, So I just didn't watch them. I, I in my mind, pretended so, that it was only the games on Friday and Saturday. I'm and gonna, what a round it was. I'm going to admit something. I, I think I'm a masochist because I watched two games. <sighs> I watched the Carlton Giants game. And then I watched bits of Gold Coast Melbourne, mm. and I hate myself. See, I watched- not as much as I hate Carlton or the Gold Coast. I kept I- an eye on the scores in the Melbourne one, mm. only because, like you, Tom, I love a bloodbath. And when I think Douchey, you messaged us the quarter time score, it was nine goals to one, and I thought, Sean, am I going to get my fabled two hundred point victory? <laughs> and I didn't. Didn't even get a hundred point victory. What's, what's amazing? Melbourne- Melbourne cooked it again. Yeah. They had sure. their chance to record their highest ever score and they didn't. No, they had their chance to be to the first season they've ever had where they have two 100-point-plus wins. And, yeah, they fucked it up by missing a goal after the siren. Melbourne. All right, uh, so Carlton played GWS. And this did game... They? Yes, they did. Were they, were they there? Oh, I think so. But this game is... There's something very funny happening. There was navy this. blue witches' hats oh. <laughs> on the ground everywhere. So GWS beat Carlton by 105 points, but there is, which obviously, in it, usually wouldn't discuss this that much because there's it's, not much to say. A lot of GWS players kicked more than one goal. Mm. Jeremy Cameron kicked four, but to have a score of 151 points where your highest goal kicker only kicks four is. Didn't Josh Kelly kick three or four as well? Uh, Maybe two? Uh, Kelly kicked... No goals? Uh, he didn't kick any goals. He had 40-something touches, though. Yes, 41. he did. Are you about to say that the reason we're going to talk about this game, Dusha, is, is that... Something um, happened in the last quarter that was from, just... From about half time, mm. there were four injured players on the GWS Giants bench. And some of the injuries weren't so bad, it was more precautionary. Like uh, the green one, I think, was Yeah, they just decided to rest players mid-game. But... They ran out of bench rotations because obviously four injured yeah, players yeah. on the bench. So no one's getting a break in the last two quarters, Dusha. No, no, Tom. That would oh. be irresponsible. So instead You're... what happened... Yes. Jiduos just kept sending players off but not sending on anyone else on. So you're telling me there were patches in the last quarter, Dusha, where Carlton had two, one or two extra players on the field at all times? So you'd think based on what I just said there that there'd be points in the last quarter where GWS were one man down and Carlton kind of kicked a few goals. Yeah, yeah I would imagine uh, that. <clears throat> no, Tom. Actually, what happened was at one point in the game, there were 16 GWS players on the ground, six on the bench. Carlton had 18 players on the ground and GWS kicked five goals. To Carlton's, zero. Um, it- I have never seen such <laughs> contempt given... To another team <laughs> in my fucking life. Has that ever? I've never seen that before. The audacity ever. of a team to be like, you know what? Fuck we don't them. fucking need those two extra players. Is the most embarrassing thing for a Carlton player, especially because like Carlton should have at least because okay, imagine it went the other way and Carlton kicked five late goals because they were doing this. Carlton like GWS look kind of like fuckheads, but they kicked five goals to zero. So like. Carlton just looked like a disgrace. I I watched this. Yeah. And there were passages of play where you heard the comments were like, yep, Carlton are going to get out here. 
they would shank the kick or they would be out and Lockie Whitfield would just come running from wherever he was, get the ball, and then the Giants would run again. And they're like, the Giants have two less players. They're still getting enough players to every contest and a kicking goal. That is absolutely fucked. It's it was it was putrid. I have never seen a team play so badly as I saw Carlton play. So teams get to make ninety rotations every game, and most weeks teams get to about ninety. Yep. GWS had fifty-seven <laughs> to eighty-four. Yeah, and uh, still won a oh. hundred points. One hundred and five. They points. won the last quarter. That's how you do it, Melbourne. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, enough about this game because oh, that's I just really so in the last quarter where they had well and truly so most of the last quarter there was only seventeen players on the GWS field. There was only a small patch where there was sixteen, but during that sixteen they still kicked a goal. Yeah, the last quarter it was six goals three to one goal. Mm. And I think that goal was early in the quarter when they had a full deck. Yeah, so um look, mm. I know that we're big on not encouraging TC behavior, but if you're a Carlton supporter and you want to pick another team, That's I'll fine. allow it. Yeah, we, we will allow it. Because Carlton are a fucking we will, disgrace. We will, no, we invoke the mercy rule for the next team. I won't allow TC behavior. Ever. <laughs> if you back for Carlton, cop it. Suck shit <laughs> and ride it out. Like you have been for the last like 20 years. Um, yep. Next game. Also garbage. Oh, awful. But Melbourne. Less exciting garbage. Oh, because oh. Melbourne, Melbourne had patches where they played terribly. And the Gold third Coast quarter like, was... Oh, what do we do? What do we do? The well, third quarter was fucking awful because Melbourne were playing like shit, but then Gold Coast would get it and just couldn't do anything with it. There was... Look, this puts it in perspective. At one point, Gold Coast had kicked seven goals. Alex Sexton had kicked six. <laughs> He kicked six goals. He kicked six goals. There was Jesus. there was a point where if he hadn't have been in that side, they would have kicked seven points for three quarters. I just still can't get over how bad that third quarter was. Because it was... Melbourne barely scored. Melbourne kicked two goals, six. Yeah. And Gold Coast kicked one goal, two. But... Also, Sexton just... kicked a goal from the wing. Yeah. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Ugh. <laughs> Is Clayton Oliver a smoky for the Brownlow? I think so, yeah. 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 I uh, he, think so. Uh, he did a lot of fucked things in that quarter that I hated as well because he got cocky. So I don't know if. <coughs> oh. Oh. Mate, have you seen Oliver's disposal efficiency? Oh, it's like 42. <laughs> 45. It's disgusting. Yeah, he played like. There were oh. so many times where he was like, and they're like, and Oliver's got the. Bu- oh. I retract that bit about the Brownlow. Well, no, it's probably worth talk keeping that because Max Gorn's dropped off. He hasn't really yeah, been no, influential at no. all. He's not going to win the Brownlow. No, he's not. Breaks my heart. There was another Smokey for the Brownlow. Someone oh, who, that- was, who was the other Smokey? It wasn't Cripps, was it? No. no, uh, no. I mean, Cripps, I mean, if your team's losing by 105 points. You're going to struggle to get votes. Yeah. Um, oh, um, I, know, I think I know who you're talking about. Oh, who? who A real. A real nobleman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Best and fairest. Would have really embodied the fairest part, I think. Very fair player. Yeah, yeah. Never had any trouble in his no, eight, eight years, I no, think. No, no, Played no. for an international rules side, so it's like represented Australia. Yeah, very good. Um, Quite achiever. Yeah. Yep. Just yep. goes goes, goes about, about it the about right it. way. Yeah. In, a, in, yeah. A, in a top four team, so yep. like got a lot of the ball. Uh, so yeah, in the next game at up the stadium, uh, the player I'm talking about is Andrew Gaff. Oh, wait. He king hit a bloke, fucking caved his face in. Yep. 
Dislodged four of his teeth. Broke his jaw. Broke his jaw. No solid food for how long, Dusha? Uh, an entire month. A month? No solid food for a month. How old is this player, Dusha? Oh, recently turned 19. Jesus. Does this player also have a brother who's on the West Coast list, Dusha? Yes, he does. Did Andrew Gaff play golf with the brother on the list and the other brother from Melbourne recently, Dusha? I'm not sure, but based on that very specific question, I'm going to say yes. Jesus. Andrew Gaff. Now, okay. I heard that he couldn't take the mouth guard out because the te- his, yeah, teeth his teeth would have had to sort of come out. Yep. He was holding his teeth in place. Yep. yep. He went to pull it out, stopped. So, look, he you was... know it's bad when the trainer got over to him, looked at him, looked up at the other trainers coming, and she just Freaked went, out. touched, like, pointed at her teeth yeah. and was like, shook her head. Yeah. Gaff, mate. Uh, look, I want to I want to start off by saying there are people sending him death threats on social media. Oh, none of that. that. Don't don't fucking do that. But give him the fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast, not social media. We're allowed to say stuff like that. Yeah, basically, no, uh, yeah, it is. No. It is. It, it is such a fucking deplorable, weird thing. Like, because I I saw the footage. I've oh fuck. I've watched. I've upset myself so many times with this because I've watched the footage. I've watched like. I've looked at photos of him when he came off the ground. I've watched footage of Gaff getting in news that his jaw's broken on when he was on the bench. He looks like a man who's like, fuck, I've really hurt someone and I shouldn't have done that. And like, he doesn't do the Barry Hall. I never touched him. A little um, bit sad. Wish he had him. Um, <laughs> the Barry, Barry Hall, when he punched Brent Staker and then put his arms up, he'd say like, how the fuck did he get on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> have you Barry. not seen that? He punches him. The umpire blows the, the whistle punch. and he just puts his hands up and goes, what? He yeah. just fell over. As if there's like no cameras. <laughs> yeah. Barry. But oh no, this is like because like with that Barry hit, like because he acts like that, you're like ah, oh, he's a cockhead. So yeah. you're like, this is just depressing because mm. like Gaff, Gaff looks like a man who knows he's done a terrible thing. Gaff, I've never seen someone be so sorry for something in the AFL ever because he got. I know, and it's no defense, and also like the punch in itself was really weird. It looks like that he got him a lot higher than he intended, which is not an excuse, but. Mm. My thing is though, it, it was like a hundred meters it's off. Why, the ball. It's why you need a red card rule. Well, we're talking again. about that, and because because not only do you then rule Gaff out, so it balances it out. It also keeps Gaff safe because the Frio players after that went hard at him for the rest of the game. Good. And Ross Lyon said in his press conference, "Yep, our boys did, and they should have." Well, no. Well, no. Ross Ro- Lyon said, "I had to stay out there longer at three quarter time to tell them not to do anything." Yeah. But but, but then he said. It was assault. He king hit a guy a hundred meters off the ball. You don't normally see a coach go that hard. Well, normally coaches shouldn't comment on like specifically, yeah, because it sort of. Um... Oh, so I just so actually, we'll talk about this first. But I want to talk. Have you seen the interview with Andrew Gaff after the game? Yeah, it's hard. Nah, I he looks it. like he's this close from breaking, bursting into tears. I haven't watched it because I don't want to feel any sympathy for a dead-eyed shark fuckhead. <laughs> Look but. at him. He's got little. They ask him like th- they ask him like eyes, three King questions. King hit eyes. King hit eyes. Yeah. <laughs> they ask him like three questions that are all basically the same thing, and he just can't respond. He just like he, he tries to talk, and then he's like apologizing again because his, his voice, voice starts to break. He just he's just like the- again. I feel bad for Gaff. I feel worse for Brayshaw, and Gaff should have the book thrown at him. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever is the maximum penalty they can give Gaff, they should. It is a high high impact, high contact, severe impact, and it's intentional. Yep. Regardless of whether he was trying to get him in the face or not, he deliberately tries to punch him yep. and he hits him in the face. Mm-hmm. It's eight weeks. Seven or eight weeks. Anything well, less than that is a big, a big 
There's two things that have come out of this as well. One, the red card rule. So, like, pulling a player off for something like that. Second of all, can you be charged with assault when on the football field? WA police have said today they're looking into it. Fuck. Um, No, but the West Coast CEO came out and said they're not. He didn't think they would. He didn't think they would? or Because the police have come out and said that they are investigating. Okay. Which is... Nothing will come of that. Put it this way. There's only ever been one other incident of a player appearing before a court being charged with assault. Yeah. Lethal Lee Matthews went to the Supreme Court back <laughs> in the other day. The big dog. Killed a fucking murder. Just on Lee Matthews, because he's when he sort of comes out and talks about something, he's probably one of the most influential people in the game. Yep. He's come out today and said, this is why there needs to be red cards. Yeah. yeah which he's fair been, enough. He said, there's been two incidents this year, Harris Andrews- uh, being hit by Cameron and this one, and he goes, "That's why you just need and, it." And there was an incident last year, bug. Yep, yep. Just bring it in. You'll yep. use it. Even fucking Lindsay Hopefully Thomas, less than three times a year. Yeah. Oh, that Thomas, one, no, Thomas's hey, one is a bit different because I he don't was think he would technically go in a football play. Yeah. Whereas I see this one. This one's worse because again, it's an intentional act. Oh, this one is. He punches but this is the, the worst act. You wouldn't use a red card off. often at all. I reckon once or twice a year, if that. Yeah, it's well, for the Barry Hall. This Tom Bug. That's yep. pretty much it. Yeah. And you know what? Probably probably not th- even the the um Cameron the, ones dicey because Cameron <sighs> yeah. they've they've adjudicated that it was careless. Yeah. Cameron's also weird because like they would have to review the footage. Like that would have been a review of the footage. Whereas Gaff's one, you go straight away, no, you punched a bloke. Well, the umpires, it the was umpire, so, this is the thing. The umpire was, wouldn't have seen it, but yeah, it's straight away it's like you watch it once and go, Well, you're out of here. Yeah. And the reason it's worse is it's so far off the ball. The reason no no free kick is paid. Because the umpires aren't watching that part of the ground. They yeah. are 100 metres away from the yeah. play. It's it's like it takes a little while for Frio players. To, the Frio players to don't realise with him because yeah. they, it's so far out of it. And he runs off. Yeah, He's down the forward line. Now, I, I fucking... I don't love the West Coast crowd. Oh, I, can Even I, like... Sean. Yeah. yeah. You've pushed the right button. Mm. <laughs> because uh, I've got a couple of things I want to say about the West Coast crowd. Go for it, mate. So there are two things that came out of this. First of all, the West Coast CEO, Nesbitt. Yeah. You're a fuckwit, Trevor. Shut up. Shut the fuck up right now. What did he, what did he say? He's come out and gone, oh, you know, they don't want him penalised too harsh for that. These things happen in footy. Is that what he said? I, I'm going to get the actual quote up oh, because it is, it is Trevor. It is bullshit. And I get you backing your player, but read the room. A good CEO... Right, a good CEO comes out hard and says, "Nah, not okay. We don't want him doing that." Like, like, um, like Clarkson coming out oh, after Sicily yeah. and saying, "We don't Sorry, want him doing that." I just want to elaborate. He's not freshly nineteen. He's eighteen. He's eighteen. Yeah, he's a kid, if he's you will. Basically, all right. So like, probably still doing year twelve. Uh, Tom, before we jump into that quote, because this guy's had twenty four hours to sort of think about what he wants to say. Yeah, Coach Adam Simpson after the game. For him to come out and be like, oh, I don't think it was um, intentional. Shut up. Like, I get that you want to back your player, but just shut the fuck up. There's an easy way to word it. It'd be like, look, we don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but clearly Andrew is very apologetic. And he's assuming that's what Simpson Ross Lyon off. Because Ross Lyon then, because he was strong. You don't see coaches say that. He was like, Gaff's not going to play again this season. No, he's not. He's not. He he will not play again this season unless Mm -hmm. by some miracle they make the grand final without him. Well, I just want to hear that out. So, just while we're on, we're on shitty people at West Coast. So, he didn't want the criminal charges. He thought it was ridiculous. They haven't received a complaint, and the commissioner Chris Dawson said it was rare for that to happen. The AFL will deal with it 
as a club, they're very disappointed in the incident. We take full ownership of the incident, as does Andrew. Uh, Gaffey's not in a great shape. Now, there was an incident after this hit where the West Coast Eagles crowd, who were notorious, this is why it ties in, I just remembered. The West Coast Eagles crowd, notorious for being pack of fuckheads. Yep. A lot of incidents, they they got really on the booing of Adam Goods. Loved that. Yep. Love booing good players. I've watched a game where Tom Hawkins got knocked out in a marking contest. Very fair. You know, just went for a mark. Hearn went up two. Clash of heads, purely accidental. But Hawkins was down there to stretcher him off. The crowd booed the stretcher. I despise that. Right. So this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with people who got on the booing goods bandwagon hard and booed yep. the stretcher. Who then, at every available opportunity, cheered Gaff with gusto and gave him a standing ovation any time he did anything. Did you, did you see Michael Johnson line Gaff up? <laughs> I didn't, but uh, I heard about it. Got off. Oh, Tom, do you know why he probably got off? I don't know why. Because that, my good friends, <laughs> was the textbook definition of a crime of passion. <laughs> Your mate's just been punched in the head. Fucking Tom. give him a... Big whack. Do you know what isn't a crime of passion, though? Mm. Is the crowd cheering Gaff at every available opportunity after this incident. Right? Fuck. You, you look at other grounds around the place when something Standing dodgy happens. When he got hit by Johnson and ran to ran, the bench. Ran to the bench. Cheering him. So this Johnson brings me could to have the, killed him, too. This brings him to the CEO, too. <laughs> but just quickly on Johnson. Yeah. Douche, the ball lobbed up. Yep. Gaff's running out. Two Freo guys hit him. Yep, good. Johnson didn't go 100%. I think Johnson got close and went... Johnson went. I want to I'm play. Not, I'm not a fuckhead like you. I'll just pull my punch and a little bit. I want to. I want to. I want to get cheered off in my last game. Yeah. I don't want this to be my last yeah. game of footy. Yeah. Now I, I, I bring Matt, you. No, Matt, <laughs> I bring you. This would be. I just want to quickly set the scene though. West Coast are cheering that. He fucking kills Gaff. That still gets cheered off because he knows it's his last game. <laughs> <laughs> By the Freo supporters. Yes. Yeah. So Nisbet, who's a nitwit. Yeah has come out and said this about the crowd cheering Gaff. Oh, don't even. This is this is a quote from an article on AFL.com. Nisbet defended Eagles fans for cheering Gaff off after the incident, believing many at Optus Stadium were not aware of the severity of the strike. Fuck off. Your supporters are cunts. You're a cunt. Fuck you. I would guess. Do so you not have a fucking replay I video would, system at your new ground? They apparently didn't play it on the big screen. Oh, bullshit. They didn't play it not once. Apparently not. Oh, fuck off, Nisbet. I didn't see the incident myself, so there would have been a lot of fans, I would say, that weren't aware of it per se. I would guess that they saw the other incidents where Andrew Gaff was knocked over and so forth. Oh, shut so I up. guess they were following the footy. I think that's probably the only explanation. No, if you're a good CEO, you stand up and you say that he's not okay, fucking knock it off. Weak as piss. Doesn't surprise me. He's been at West Coast for like 15 years. The shit he's seen on his watch. Ugh, he's just like, I'm glad they're just not all fucking on coke this time. Yeah. Punch to the face? That's nothing. <laughs> you should have seen like... Fucking Cousins was doing in the rooms. He was punching people in the face and then punching his own face with meth. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's not on. Um, I don't really care about the... I mean, they're going to go to the tribunal and he's going to have like character witnesses saying what a good bloke he is, but it's like... Uh, even like hey, when people rem- go... Remember the last time they tried that? No, but do you know when people say... Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Fully got the character witnesses. They got two weeks. The AFL took them to the... Yeah. Challenged it, took it to the appeal and made it four weeks. <laughs> you know when, like, but the defense is, and Gaff's probably, I think Gaff has said this about himself. Simpson's definitely said it. It's like, it's not in his character. And it's like, 
Do you understand how that how character works? Yeah, here, here's the your, thing, right? Your character is based on your actions, and your action was to king hit an eighteen year old. We should just comment too. I do want to say on Brayshaw. Mm. I think at the it was midway through the third quarter, was it? Yeah, he had about sixteen touches. He was having a pretty good game. He was probably on track to be nominated for the Rising Star. Now he can't be because he's been. Really close every week, and it was you know how you have a few close weeks and they give you one. He was probably going to get one this week, yeah. Uh, if not, maybe the week after, and now he'll never get one. No. So there's that factor as well, and he's not going to play for the rest of the year. Gaff, oh. you're all right. You're Gaff gone, had the mate. most touches in the game. Here's the thing about Gaff: who won the medal? Great question. Wouldn't have been Gaff. No, we would know about it if it was Gaff. Might have been Hearn. So here's the thing about the Gaff thing, right? So he he doesn't yeah. play for the rest of the year. Yeah. No, Nick Nat. They've lost their best midfielder. Yep. And Kennedy, no one knows when he's coming oh, back. Yeah. Hang on. Just going back to the golf thing. Was it with his brother? It was with the guy that he hit. It was actually with... It was with Hamish and Andrew, not Hamish and Angus. No, Hamish and Andrew. There are three Brayshaws. Yeah, it wasn't the Melbourne one. It was the two Perth-based ones. Yeah. Hey, what That's what uh, Nisbet was saying, that he gathers that they have quite a good relationship or something. Well, now they fucking don't. Yeah. Fuck, if any of you Gaff, fuck you, you need to, you need to ring Mama Brayshaw and you need to fucking apologise. Anyway. <laughs> he might never play for West Coast again. No, he won't. Or he's getting traded. He'll feel so guilty that he'll sign a contract and stay with them. He'll sign. He'll feel so guilty he'll sign a contract with Frio. Oh, Imagine the West Coast. Oh, then. That's actually massive. And they won't want him because he's a fucking dog. No, they'll sign Don't him. Don't king hit people. They'll, they'll sign him for five years on an unbreakable contract I'd, and he'll never get a game. That just shouldn't happen. No, it's garbage. Get into um, fist fights front on. Be actually tough. Profit calls. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yes. Proper time uh, to do that. Profit call number one. This is going to be the first ever two hour chat. It's a big one. This is, as you gathered, round 20 was fucking insane, listeners. So this episode is long, but good, good content. All right. Profit calls for this week. So, first of all, we have Essendon take on St. Kilda at Etihad Stadium. Bombers by 50 points. Yeah. Six goals. About that. About that. Um, I'd be disappointed if it was closer than three goals. I am scared that we've lost heart because of the Hawthorne loss. Or you come out. Firing. You win by 100. And Richo doesn't have a job on Monday morning. (laughs) 
You are you are determined to get that man fired by the end I just of the think year. it's it's at a situation with that club. It could go either way. You've killed him. It could go either way. It's 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 a is it a Nathan Buckley, Damian Hardwick situation where you stick with him and see what happens next year? Or is it a McCartney and you bring in Luke Beveridge type situation? Yeah, but who's who's going? Who wants to coach St. Gilda? I don't know. But yeah, can't wait to uh, Stuart Jew. Malcolm Blight. <laughs> Round two. He already had a crack. It didn't yeah. go well for him. <laughs> Descendant <laughs> to win by 150 points. And, or maybe the fabled 200. Shit. <laughs> I just hope in my lifetime that I, I, I see it. I just no, don't... you are. You're going to see it this weekend. It's not this game, but you will see it. <laughs> I think I know which game it is. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Essendon, I think, yep. will comfortably win. I fucking hope they comfortably win. Oh, yeah. Next game. Game of the round. Yes. Could game be. of the round. Finals is very much on the line here, Tom. Where when this game? Play Hawks finals. take on oh. the Cats at the MCG. Last game, decided by one point. I was at the ground for that one. Me too. Stood up. Me too. I'll be at the ground again this week, and I will stand up. Me too. <sighs> Uh, boys, Geelong cats by two goals. I reckon maybe less. Two points. <sighs> Fuck again, jeez, Tom. Imagine you're a I can't handle this shit. <laughs> Fuck, I'm dying. Tom, yes, cats by four goals. Oh, oh. thanks, Dusha. That's what I want. That's what I want. Um, is, I, is it's probably this... also <laughs> worth mentioning that I have absolutely shit the bed with my footy tips. Oh, it was fucked. I got zero out of the first five. It was carnage. And then you kind of. Do you know of... what's going to happen is Button's strategy is to never tip Essendon. Who so the fuck is Button? Button will always have one He's tip. He's never on you. fucking made his. She. Yep. They. The draw is a, is a big possibility because he'll t- he'll go against you every week. Not this week. I don't think he'll back against Saints. Yeah, but he might go Hawthorne and he might go against you. Ah, he probably goes against me every week. No, yeah, true. Well. They, whoever they are, the mysterious button went against all three of our teams last week. Fucking and that put them on three and me on zero because I uncharacteristically followed my heart, not my head. I feel like button, it's weird that we don't know who button is. And I just think that it, it's, it's Zanet. I think it's someone <laughs> we know and they're going to like reveal it at the Fuck. end. That would be huge. But yeah, I'm currently on 125. John Bailey. I'm feeling <laughs> Tom. I have a theory. Yeah. The button is Joel Dusha. <laughs> my alter ego. He did his bets. Bets He's, both ways. He pushes his own button. <laughs> um, so, yeah, with footy tips, I'm currently on 125. The mysterious button, 123. You know had- who is a big shot still? Who? Bit of a smoky, actually. Friend of the show, Damien Robb. Yeah, he's had to put his tips in early, too, because he's overseas at the moment. He had a big round. He got seven. Yep. Fuck. Yep. Um, well, we're all going to get this next tip. Uh, just a quick shout out to... Uh, Someone <laughs> got perfect score. Brett at DY and Harrison L both got perfect scores. Jesus. What a week. Fuck. Lift button. <laughs> this is huge. So this game, this is going to be the 200 point win you're looking for, Sean. <laughs> reigning premiers take on reigning basket case. Well, it's not in Melbourne. Ooh. So I'm going to back Gold Coast for, <laughs> is a, it actually, for a historic win. Is it actually not? It's in Metricon. It's Metricon. 
No, there's Richmond, no way. Richmond, yeah, no no way. Yeah, Richmond no will way. win, but they'll only win by like 35 points. Yeah, they won't smash them. Oh, if it was, it was at the MCG, they'd win by 800. I think they'll win by about 50. Yeah, they'll kill them. Yeah. They uh, want to prove to Tom Lynch that he's made the right call. I, look, if I could have one wish from this game, it's that Gold Coast's total score at the end is under 17. Whoa. Just because I don't want to have the lowest score for the year. We oh, only yeah. scored 17 points when we played Richmond. Oh, that's right. It's the lowest score of any team this year. So I'm going to put it out there. I reckon. So they can kick two goals. Richmond four. Richmond might actually go bananas and, and do the 200. Because you know when like um, you're with your new partner mm. and you see their ex-partner? <laughs> yeah. And so you just like try a little bit, try harder. A little bit harder. Sure. Tommy Lynch. Oh. <laughs> that's all I'll say there. Next game, Dusha. Uh, another profit call. Richmond put their foot on the accelerator too much. Dusty does a hamstring. <laughs> what a world. Go too much. They end up in 2021. <laughs> uh, Port Adelaide take on West Coast at Adelaide Oval. Port Adelaide. They'll be filthy from the showdown. Yep. And they'll be filthy from last year when the West Coast pinched that victory. And West Coast will be in shambles because Gaff would have just... The, players won't the, know what to do. No, nah, the morale will be shit house. I'm going to back West Coast. Because they play well there. And you hate Port Adelaide. And I despise Port Adelaide. And I think Port Adelaide are a shithouse team. Uh, West Coast by 150 points. Port Adelaide to miss the eight. Ken Hinckley could get fired. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Am I dreaming? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 100%. That's a Monday tip, Sean, not a Friday tip. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the same. Next game. Collingwood to take on Brisbane. Oh, Sean. Game of the round, much Sean. like it was earlier in the year. Weirdly enough, this is at Eddie had. I believe. I know you do, Tom. <laughs> Is there a cheeky wink there that I didn't notice? Maybe. Not too many injuries uh, from Collingwood. Yeah. They'll be fired up, but I think so will Brisbane. And Brisbane will be will be annoyed that they, they let him get away from him. Yeah. Cam Rayner. Cam Rayner will kick a winning goal after the siren. He will. I think Brisbane, from a tougher spot, and he'll drop punt it through. I think they're a massive chance. Uh, drop we kick. play well against Collingwood. Well, no, that'll, that'll be a dead ball, Dusha. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> we play well against Collingwood. We're lightning quick. We'll uh, have a crack on Eddie Had. I'm going to two games that day. It's Super Saturday for me. That's huge. I'm going to watch it's way Ge- better than the last week's Super Saturday. It was just fucking elections. I'm going to watch a Geelong win and a Brisbane win. Oh, what a day. You're going to overdose on roast. Fucking oath. Over roast. Yeah. You, you do me a real big solid if you beat Collingwood here. I'll do it for you, mate. Oh, thank you. Yep. I'm tipping Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking piece of shit. Uh, I can't, like... Hey, what would Button do? Button would tip Collingwood. Yeah, so have a crack, mate. Point of difference. Oh, you're, you're right. I did that last week and it cost me. Well, <laughs> no risk, no Well, no, reward. it didn't. You were two points ahead of the person who was coming second and you're still two points ahead no, of the person four, coming second. It was four, four points. Were you really? Yeah, yeah, I was four clear. And that's why I went wild with the tips. I was like, no, I'm, un- I'm untouchable. <laughs> Blew up in my face. That's some Geelong arrogance yeah, right there. it absolutely was. <laughs> Next game. GWS take on Adelaide. Giants. In Canberra. Giants. Giants. Sorry, even Adam. with the injuries, Giants. Th- and that ends Adelaide season. Yeah. Good. Good. It's already over. It was over when they were 2-6. Shut towards. up, Kane. <laughs> I couldn't be a firefighter. <laughs> no, can, you imagine, can you imagine like Kane Collins just sitting down, just in a bar, and someone's like, wait, are you, are you champion footballer, Kane Collins? Yeah, I am. Mate, when'd you... When are you going to be? Why, why are you here? I thought you were going to... Didn't you go off and retire to do some other job? You're right. Could have been a firefighter <laughs> instead of a bum like I am. 
I want to get a t-shirt that's just got that photo of the scoreboard from the grand final. <laughs> that would be a great shirt. That could be our next How Good's Footy shirt. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just instead of, instead of from now on, instead of referring to him as a journalist, we refer to him as failed firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> failed premiership player. Oh, well, he did win one. Yeah. 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 Shut up, Ken Corns. Two-time premiership. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Melbourne take on Sydney at the MCG. Did we go North Bulldogs? No, wait, no. They got distracted North. by Ken Corns. North. 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 Zeb- um, Higgins will be back. Yep. Against his old club. Yep. Ben Brown. That big head of his will tear him apart. Ben yep. Brown will need to lift in this game. Kick quite a few to uh, just keep his... Coleman on ice. And he's not going to get it because Hawkins is going to be very hungry this week. Or uh, the player playing in the next game. Uh, when Melbourne take on Sydney and Buddy kicks seven. And they still lose. I mean, <laughs> oh. Yeah, Melbourne will win this. Melbourne will solidify their spot in the eight. Melbourne will rise to the occasion. But only just. There'll nah. be some nervous Melbourne fans. Nah. I think Melbourne the sphincters will clench. Melbourne by 40 points. Jesus. Sydney by two goals. Oh. Melbourne by four points. Ooh. No, I think that Sydney will have really lifted on the fact that they just beat Collingwood. Injuries or no injuries, they just beat Collingwood. Hmm. No. Tom McCartan to kick eight. They still look tired. <laughs> they look tired and old and they've got one good player. Yeah. Aaliyah Aaliyah or Josh Kennedy? Aaliyah. Franklin? Yeah, Franklin. There's a lot of good players, okay. actually. they got three good players. Parker? Yep. Uh, four. Dane Rampey? Five. <laughs> Oh, what about Ronk? Who has, he's been a bit quiet. Ben Ronk? Yeah. Six? Yeah. There's a few. Alex Johnson? Seven. Oh, two in a row for him. Yep. Him's have a huge game. I reckon he'll get 20, 20 plus touches. What if he's back in the team and they just go undefeated till the end of the year? To give him another premiership. Oh, oh. What a story. Jesus. That's. I would end up in space for that story. I think that... <laughs> that My tears would, would fuel me into space. Oof. Sorry, I just got very distracted by just that thought. Uh, and then last we game end of the round. on a ripping game. Oh yeah, <laughs> an <laughs> absolute classic. Is this the game of the ga- game of the round? Game of the year, potentially. Yep. All right, who? Fuck. Yep. Four forty on a Sunday afternoon. We oh, had to. Oh yeah, we got to wait. Optus Stadium. Yeah. Oh. Fremantle Dockers take no. on the Carlton Blues. Oh, what a contest! It's um, hard to pick which team's going to not win but lose harder. Do you know what I'm going to tip? You know how I'm tipping for the win? Hellhole Stadium. It'll claim 44 victims. <laughs> oh, shit. Do you know who's a chance to come back this week too? Who? Five. Is he really? <laughs> Fife Surely you don't Crips. bring fucking Fife back against Carlton. Might, they might just be like, hey, do you want to come back and have a game of footy? He's like, yeah, I want to kick nine goals. Can you play me in the square? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they'll smash him. Yeah, free or surely. What a game of who gives a fuck. Oh, that's maybe Boys, the biggest this, case of who gives a fuck in AFL history. This is a good chance for a... A roast trinity. Good chances. I can't. I can't talk about it, Sean. I can't talk about it. This is our final chance, isn't it? Uh, uh, no, no. Technically, no. To enjoy it together. Oh, to enjoy it together. Oh, yeah, because you'll be. Yeah. So uh, that's probably worth mentioning. Uh, so next week will be my last week of how good's footy until the grand final. Uh, Should have just disappeared and not mentioned why. <laughs> I'm so not going to mention Dusha, no, he was never on this show. Joel has gone in search of how good footy is. <laughs> He's I've gone got on a, a pilgrimage. People keep talking about this fucking soccer shit. People keep talking about how football went home to England. So you're going to get it and bring it back to here <laughs> yeah. so we can analyze it. Um, I've got. 
I'm going on a pilgrimage to find football. <laughs> and realize it's the wrong one. Yeah, I'll be filthy. <laughs> hey, that's a fucking route. What is this shit? Who's that? Why is that fuckhead lying on the ground holding his ankle all the time? Alex? Alex Rance? Is that you? <laughs> Does yeah. you? Yes. How many emails have we got? What? Now we usually do a mailbag episode. We've got more than a normal mailbag episode, and that's from one week of emails. So, listeners, you've been chirpy this week, and we appreciate it. So what we're probably going to do is, I'll pick a few emails now. We'll do a mailbag episode next week as a yep. bonus, so you'll get... My last episode for round 21. I need to get the email access off you. Otherwise, there'll be no emails. Yeah, that's, that could be months. great. Uh, so yeah, round 21 will be my last episode, but we'll also do a mailbag episode, a farewell mailbag special. Hey. Um, hey. Yeah, then I'll be out of here, but we'll be joined by guests that we've had throughout the season back on the show. Uh, Who will so they be? <laughs> we haven't worked that out yet. <laughs> All right. So we've got heaps of emails, but I've picked three. Because we've got two emailers here that have taken two total different sides of the same argument. And the argument is the existence of T.C. Ken Hinckley. Oh, <laughs> what arguing whether he exists or not. <laughs> or whether he should continue to exist. Okay, okay. I like this. So we've got an email from Callan to start things off. Uh, and this was before the showdown. Oh. Ooh. Hi, guys. Sorry it's a bit long. Massive fan of Love the Show. Being a vivid port supporter, I thought I should try and defend Kenny to some extent. Don't get me wrong, he's a pretty big TC, but in the <laughs> but in the 1988 season where he stood out from playing a game, it's because he wasn't being picked in the first team. Sook. He was only being played in the second, which he was insisted to be cleared from uh, so he could be in the list for the next season, in which he was picked up by Geelong and became a gun player. So that puts his decision a little bit in perspective. They weren't playing him. Yeah. Interesting. So he wasn't was, getting any opportunities. I didn't But get because that he was in mm. their seconds list, he also couldn't be selected for another team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just cracks the shits. No, no, that's that's fair. That's 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 almost like Fitzroy being like, oh, we don't really want to play, but we don't want to get rid of you. Yeah, because they were like, hey, hey play better and then you'll get into the team. <laughs> you fucking suck. <laughs> I think it's... No, nah, but I think it's like um, other players have been forced out or aren't getting any forced out. It's just... It was he didn't want to round. put in the hard work and work his way into the team, so he took a chop out, like a TC. Uh, I doubt I can change your minds, but I thought I could... No, s- you can't. <laughs> spread a little light on his story. Cheers, boys. Ah, that's good. That's good to know, actually. P.S. I hope the power can fuck over the Crows this weekend. Got some bad news for you there. Didn't happen. Uh, but also, Adelaide get their passports ready for the holiday, which will be in September. Well, they, they need to get them ready. Yeah. they Look, after this weekend, they're... In for a lot of trouble. Get your affairs in order. All right. Next email, which was after the showdown. This is from Liam. All right, men. I've got something to say. (laughs) As you know, I'm a crow's man. Please keep reading. (laughs) No. However, if the excuse of a man, Ken Hinckley, thinks he has a right to say the AFL should be embarrassed and held accountable... For a goal review decision, he should be publicly hung, drawn, and courted by the AFL and outed as the crab he is. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I have only ever seen Ken Hinckley walk sideways and pinch people. <laughs> the real embarrassment is the audacity of this slimy, pathetic, TCing crab of a man publicly slandering an umpire's call not half an hour after the conclusion of the game. The last showdown, power one in the last minute of the game. 
This week, the crows do. This is why everyone loves showdown weeks. Because, as you boys mentioned, form doesn't matter. It's personal, and it's hard, and it's fucking amazing. Finals atmosphere, regardless of when it's played. So how dare this crustacean wearing a suit of a human skin attack the professionalism and integrity of the umpires? If he gets away with this, I will personally be having a two-hour chat with Gil so hard, he would be knocked back to whatever under-12s game he was at when he got the idea zones were needed. <laughs> Keep Ooh. up the good boys' work. Sorry about the toast. But what a fantastic start to the round, Liam. Sorry, Keep up the good boys' work. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Fuck, well, good. Liam, yeah, no, good. we love your passion. Uh, and that is the second player to be outed on this podcast. Seven person in football <laughs> but to be outed on this podcast as secretly an animal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and just to end things, we've got a bit of a How Good's Footy Hot Scoop Oh, uh, from Matthew. Is it a hot scoop of ice cream? Because that'd be shit. The ice cream would be melted. Thank you for that, Thomas. G'day, boys. This episode's been going a long time. I'm tired. <laughs> would have cracked that joke at the start, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Spence Radio. Hope it's a, not a hot scoop of ice cream, because I'm a fuckhead. Yeah, when you're going, I'll be doing that every week. G'day, boys. Long-time Sandspants listener, first-time emailer here. Never really cared about footy, but your great show has given me the frame of reference to get excited about it. Writing in to say it's always funny to hear you guys rip into Toby Green because he was in my year level in primary school. Oh. And although we were mates, he was always a clown shit-stirrer then as well. Ooh. And this is where things get a little interesting, boys. Thought you might find it funny to hear that he once tried to don't argue me during a footy <laughs> match in grade five and he broke his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where things take a turn. Interestingly enough, he was always a diehard Bombers supporter. So my question is to Dusha, do you think there'd be a spot in the team for him if he wanted to move over? Dusha, you know the answer in your heart. Oh, I fucking squeeze him in in a heartbeat. Would but- you, a, a man who loves the fact that there are people in your teams who are big pricks, take a big prick who's good at football? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Green is probably the most Essendon person <laughs> in the world. Nah, Kale Hooker still has that record, I reckon. <laughs> oh, nah. Mitch it. Brown? <laughs> no. Nah, Mitch Brown Mitch Brown is the embodiment of what I like about Essendon. Also, uh, so No, Kale Hooker is the embodiment of what you like about Essendon. I like Essendon. everything True. about Essendon. I, look, I like that... I like them at their Mitch Brown, and I like them at their Kale Hooker. If, if you don't love me at my Mitch Brown, you don't deserve... No, if you don't love me at my Kale, Kale Hooker, you don't, don't deserve, deserve me at my Mitch Brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next shirt. Toby Green and Jake Stringer would make like a good wrestling tag team. <laughs> oh, um, Are you familiar with the Mighty Ducks? They'd be the knuckle puck duo, but fucking <laughs> on the AFL thing. Oh, that'd be amazing. Stringer would be throwing punches and stuff. But, and then they'd them. also be good for about seven or eight goals a game too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Toby, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, door, doors are wide open at Essendon for Make you. Make it happen. Would you take him at Brisbane? Toby Green? Yeah. Yeah. I'd take him at Geelong. Yep. I, I mean, think he's screaming out for a small forward. I don't think he's as much of a fuckwit as he used to be. I think after he kicked that bloke in the head, he settled down. I think he settled a bit. Yeah, he's one of the I, best. I think also he's been injured this year a lot, so we haven't seen That's a lot possibly of what it is, yeah. <laughs> but he on, just ta- has a baby on talent. Face. He just looks like a baby. He's one of the best players in the AFL. Yeah. Do you know who else has a kind of a baby face? Orazio Fantasia. He does have a, you know, Orazio has a 14 year old boy face. Mm. Like, if I, if I showed you Orazio's head, you'd be like, oh, that guy's in year eight. He's <laughs> yeah. in year nine. He's trying to be cool and trying a new hairstyle out to impress the girls. <laughs> is that all our emails? No. But, well, is that all the emails we're going to do today? That's all the emails we're going to do today, Tom. So we're going to do a mailbag next week. Yep. For your last episode. My last episode. Uh, so we'll get through a lot of the emails that we still have sit firing up in the inbox currently. Uh, and- if you want to fire the inbox up even more, 
You should send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Yes. Or you can tweet us, Tom. At howgoodsfooty. On Twitter, yes. Or individually. Yes. You're at Douche13. I'm at Douche13. You're at Sidekick of Dowie. You're correct. pointing at Sean, just to clarify. And I am yes. at Awkward Treat. Good. I remembered things. You're a good boy, Tom. I know. And uh, this week, get behind Essendon's 200-point win. Oh, I'm, I am. I'm, it's, I'm on board. You know what? This could be Jake Stringer's chance to sneak into the Coleman race. Uh, kick 70 <laughs> goals. Quick profit call that just came yep. to me. Yep. Eric Hipwood's been quiet for a while. Mm-hmm. He's going to kick five this week. Do you know who else is going to fire up? Who? Gazza. Yep. Oh. You, you watch him go. Everyone's Remember, remember Calalicio when everyone got stuck in him and then he had 38 against Melbourne? Yep. Watch this space. Oh. I'll be in space, lads. <laughs> All aboard the SS Ablats. <laughs> Hooker to kick one from the defending 50 this week. From the new goal square. From the new, <laughs> from the new goal square. <laughs> which is basically in the forward line. So fucking big. Go Cats. Go Lions. Go Bombers. Season's still mathematically possible. Just. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.